0: I do care that you've been gassing your own people all night. If you up, protesting, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and Black of Infinity. I'm your host, Cthulhu's brother, up to you live and direct from the stacks. Smoke me out, fam, with that dang shit on my left. Oldest ninja in the world, old bitch.
1: What a difference a week
0: makes. Mmm, yes, yes, yes. On my far right, engineering on the ones and twos, choking people out on three, four, chronos.
2: Orange jumpsuits look great on murderers. I'm just saying, all four of them.
0: Mm. Uh, last but not least, we got your boy Stitch. The Revolution is being
2: televised. Ah, I was thinking about using that one, too. <laughs> I'm <glad> I, didn't.
3: <laughs> I, I was worried you might do that one. Once I got past yours, I was like, all right, I think I'm good. Yeah, but I had a plan B. <laughs> I was close. I was close to using that one. <laughs>
0: Uh, usually, Chronos, you got uh, someone that you're highlighting as the listener of the week.
2: Yeah, which, um, so, well, which I can.
0: We're gonna um, follow. We're gonna follow some show protocols.
2: Yeah, yeah. So actually, you know, what's funny. Is I put listener of the week and then I, I pulled the. Uh, I actually wrote it down on a list, and then I forgot. Mm-hmm. So hold on, I, I know who it is. It's, um, <laughs> it's actually somebody I work with that I didn't know oh, nice. that that was this person. So let me let me pull up his actual uh, username so I don't shout him out. Uh, like his whole name, so yeah. It, don't dox people. I, yeah, <laughs> I I am Hen- I am Henrique who I know as Henry. Um, obviously I'm not gonna say his full name, but uh, he works with me. And I was like, that name sounds familiar. And then I look at like the photo that he has on SoundCloud. And I was like, oh shit, that's that's him. So, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, I appreciate it. Or we all appreciate it. So cool. oh, hopefully, you don't change your opinion to me. Uh, at work, <laughs> but we're the two youngest guys at work. <laughs> so oh wow. Like literally, there, cool. there was a guy who who um, he had a work anniversary today, and he's been working at our job for longer than I've been alive. For for God like damn. by a lot. So I was like, "Holy shit, man!" <laughs> That's humbling. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, do we have? Uh, I know we got the live chat going. We got anybody all the way up in there. We're a little late.
2: Clay is in the house. Thank you very much, Clay. Ooh. He's uh he's Ooh. in. Um, actually, you know what's funny about? Well, not funny. What's interesting about Clay's situation is that obviously you know he got he lost his job. Uh, Unfortunately, he's a really good bartender. But then, like right after that, basically everybody Mm -hmm. lost a fucking job. So, (laughs) you know, I hope you're getting unemployment. I hope you're getting all these benefits. Um, It's gonna. It's a hard time to be alive right now. Uh, Hopefully, people are gonna make new businesses that require good bartenders like like yourself. Uh, Listen, if I had a restaurant, if I had a bar, I'd hire you. Easily, you know, <laughs> but I don't, I don't have businesses like that. And technically right now, almost nobody does. So, but uh, if I ever get a chance to open up a restaurant or something like that, man, or a bar, you know, you're on the top of the list.
0: Step upper lip. Keep looking. Stay safe, most importantly. And uh, we appreciate you. Um, old Ninja, uh, you're back on the air, back from suspension. Um, <laughs> you, <do> you have... <laughs> <laughs> Wow. are you pouring out are you pouring out anything specific obviously there's a lot that you could be poured out and I think will be shortly. hold on bro, hold on, bro. but this, uh, this, is, hold on.
2: this is really relevant he pulled he basically pulled a drew breeze on the podcast mm, <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> yeah. It's all good though yeah. 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 You're
1: You're <laughs> I'm not gonna comment because it's just gonna it's gonna deter from what we're gonna I know I know what are talking about I had to go to the last resort. Oh, Oh, now you're
0: serious. OK. No, no I mean,
1: I, I mean, if you want to go back, I called out one of your boys and then pointed it at you. And it wasn't on the even boy. Guy. It wasn't oh, the wait, 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 boy. Wait, wait, wait a minute. It is his wait, boy. It is his, wait, boy. it is his boy. Wait a minute.
0: Wait a minute. Big up each other fuck, all the time. Fuck about it. Jesus Christ. Moving
3: on. We're we going to have to
0: <laughs> mute your goddamn mic this month. I know we're going to mute your mic again. You're going to get there another on. suspension.
3: Ten games. Need that guy from, Fifty games. That guy from the Apollo. What, what was his name? The, the Sandman dude from Apollo. about to come out and statue off the fucking air again.
0: Again. Uh, <laughs>
3: Do you have any any
0: contributions to your pouring out of malt beverages to start off the show?
1: Uh, to all those who have lost their lives through injustice in the last week or so. So R.I.P. Yeah. for you pouring out. Some of that.
0: Uh, what is this? age water. There
2: you go. Very nice.
0: Yeah. All right. We we have previously uh started off like I don't know, last eight or nine fucking shows in the row. I think we took a break last week, with the ones previously uh with like some Rona report. Yeah, Rona them took It's like a the bad Royal Rumble where seat. like a new <laughs> comes and
3: just tosses it over the top rope. Yeah. Much <laughs> the. Yeah.
2: Wait, what's the Rona? What's that? Yeah, well, <laughs> people are going to find out in two weeks. I mean, it's already spiking. People just kind of forgot about it, but it's, yep. it's still there. You know, it's it's unfortunate. But this message is also very important. You know, it, what's weird for me, um, I'm semi on the fence about, you know, as far as, like, health and safety goes. Because the Rona's out there, and we're having these protests, and it's like... I don't want anybody to die, but we keep fucking dying. You know what I mean? Like, I hope that... I wish the Rona could just fucking go away. I wish it would have never existed. But the fact that we have people that are continually brutalized by people of authority, that's a big deal. And I don't want to say it's, it's... It's controversial for me to say, but it's its kind of worth it. But I don't want anybody to die from this shit. You know, from from the Rona. But the message needs to get out there. And the fact that the whole, the vast majority of the country was already shut down, got even more shut down because people are sick and tired of seeing this fucking bullshit. Um, It's, if you're a a person of color and you have dealt with these issues for, you know, your whole life, seeing the nation come together like this for you and your people that look like you uh, is an amazing thing but I just hope that the runner doesn't take a lot of people oh shit blue is here blue from the top rope.
4: Yeah. Guys, sorry I mean I'm not here but you know I, I had to join like you know this podcast is an outlet and you know with everything that's going on in the world like I, I definitely need to be here on the podcast so I'm definitely coming awesome. from. I come from you live from LA down in Southern California from my hotel room so not the normal normal background you'll see with me, but um, I'm definitely here for the podcast. If if
2: you want to say so while you're there, you feel free. If you don't, then it's fine because we didn't we didn't say anything.
4: Um yeah, so the reason why I'm down here is because um if you um, if you're a friend, if you're one of a family member, you probably know that my my dad passed away last Friday. Um he died, <clears throat> sorry he died at the age of 78. Um he had been 79 this year, but um yeah you know it's just been kind of crazy for him the last mm-hmm. couple of years with him battling dementia and all different kind of health issues. And it was kind of sad because like literally the day before when I was talking to my brother, like last Thursday, um, my dad wasn't eating like they put him in hops, 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 hop, hospice care. Like cares, yeah. yeah I mean, I cannot, that's another that's word. I can't say, it's but, um, good, yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't eating and like literally like the next morning like he was gone. So I'm I'm definitely not here for that. But like everything that's happening in the world right now, it's like fuck like can twenty twenty get any crazier because we have like the fucking riots, we have like the the police shit that's happening, we got the protesting and the sheltering in place, got the coronavirus. Like literally today I was sitting inside my hotel like it's funny because I was sitting inside my hotel room. And, like, I had to go to the bathroom. And I was literally sitting on the toilet, and a fucking earthquake hit. I'm like, fuck, are you serious? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if, if this building collapse right now, 2020 has won. <laughs> 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 but it's, yeah, it's just crazy. But, like, I got to spend time with some family members. I was with my auntie a little bit earlier. Um, I just had dinner with my niece, who I haven't seen in, like, probably, like, a good four or five years, it's because she's been away in college and, like, catching up with her. But, like, with everything being closed and, like, you know, restaurants are slowly opening up, like, it was it was pretty hard to find, like, a place to eat at. And, like, once we did, like, they had to close early because they are expecting rioting to happen. So, like, we were there for, like, maybe a good 30 minutes or so. Like, we, we rushed the order in. I got a quick drink in. And, like, that was it. Like, I had to leave because, la have a curfew at i think it's like nine or ten so like i barely got back to the hotel in time but it's it's, it's crazy man it's, just, it's really fun Crazy. like even the, even the drive down here was insane because i drove down here and just driving on the highway five was kind of ridiculous because dude there's there no fucking traffic like yeah. i drove basically 85 the whole way down here like i had the crew control set and I barely ever had to, like, slow down. The only reason I slowed slow down because the truck was passing up another truck. And, like, that, that's kind of unheard of nowadays. But then, like, when I would go, like, I had to stop to get gas. And, like, all the places, like, all the places in the area were, like, empty. Like, the gas stations had, like, no cars. Like, the McDonald's had, like, no fucking line. Like, Starbucks had no line. Like, there was, like, nobody out. And it was, like, it was fucking eerie, dude. It was, it was really fucking eerie. Wow. It's kind of sad. But, yeah, but. That's my little, my, my journey right now that I'm on. Well, this is, this is sorry. This is for you, with, uh, with the coronavirus, like, you know, the, the funeral arrangement that's going on, like, only this, the service is going to be really small. Like, it's only going to be 10 people that are going to actually be there for the service just because of the whole coronavirus and, like, a lot of family members can't go because of that—the whole shelter-in-place and social distancing. But like, you know, the servers might be might be strained on YouTube, so people can participate that way, which is which is nutty. <laughs> like, I know my dad knew like a lot of people, and like like limited to a certain amount of people is kind of crazy. But. Um, but even, like, trying to find a place to go to is, is kind of crazy, too, because, like, some places they're, they're booked for a couple of weeks, so who even knows when, like, we'll actually be able to have a service, but man, it's, it's a crazy time we're living in right now, guys. It's really fucking crazy. We're so sorry, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Your hey, me... condolences to your, your, you and your whole family um we're, we're glad to see you out here i see you got the mini bar of, of what, what is that a mini old-fashioned
4: no nah, it's a little tabasco thing <laughs> yeah, what the what fuck like, well it's crazy because like there's no bars open <laughs> like Damn. the hotel has a restaurant and full bar but they're all closed because of the whole COVID 19. Mm-hmm. and like you know it's it's kind of sorry i know we're, we've got a whole bunch of other crazy no, things to talk about fine. but like this is your time okay like the restaurant here in the hotel is closed like, you only can order food through, like, Uber Eats and stuff like that and, and like, they have to deliver it, but, like, um, it's interesting to see how these these hotels are handling the coronavirus because the hotel I'm staying at, I'm staying at a, a Double tree by Hilton, and, like, they have they have, like, a little dispenser by the elevator and it has, like, little tissues in there where you can grab a tissue to use to push the buttons on the elevator to have the elevator come up or go down or whatever. And that's, like, how they're keeping, like, everybody social distancing and kind of keeping the area clean. But, like, there's no housekeeping right now either. Like, I mean, you can have them come by if you need, like, more towels or something. They'll leave it outside of your room. But, like, they're not coming to your room to clean your room every day or anything. They only come in there once you once you check out. And, like, this hotel is empty, dude. Like, I would say this hotel probably can hold, like, maybe, a, maybe 150 people. Like, it's a pretty small hotel. But, like... Dude, there's only like maybe ten to twenty cars in the parking lot, and I got here like at 11 p.m. when I checked in, and I haven't seen—I've only seen like maybe maybe five people, not even that, like wow. maybe wow. three people. Like I saw one person when I was getting off the elevator. I saw like some people checking in this morning. It's, dude, it's it's fucking eerie as hell. Like I'm used to like going downstairs and see people like socializing <laughs> downstairs, and sitting in like the common area. Chit chatting or like hitting up the bar and like conversating with like some of the locals that go to hotels to have drinks, like it's it's fucking nutty. It's it's so weird. But then like when I went to my grandmother's house, like she's my grandmother's ninety nine years old and she outlived two of her sons and me going there i was like super, i was i wasn't scared about like seeing her and like everything that's happened i was more scared that you know here i am from like northern california visiting my grandmother and i don't know if i have the coronavirus like it's so like non like the symptoms doesn't doesn't always hit you and i'm thinking like oh, what if i come in here and just i'm the reason why she passes away or something like that like it's it's fucking heartbreaking dude like this this shit is no fucking joke,
0: seriously. <laughs> Crazy man. Well, I, I, I know it's no condolence at all. But, um, you should borrow some of those tissues by the elevator and just whack one off, man. You know what I mean? Do, bust a few oh, loads in no. there. God
3: damn. Man, there's toilet paper <laughs> in the hotel. I got
4: that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, treat treat yourself to some pay-per-view. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> Dude, what, what, ah, what are you okay.
3: talking
4: about? I. I have my laptop, I have the fucking internet, like
3: But sometimes it's just the whole symbolic thing. You're like, you know what? I'm gonna splurge on myself.
4: Yeah, right. And <laughs> just
3: just drop the extra nine ninety nine. And, and, and turn the volume line. all the way up. Yeah, oh, turn the volume man. all the way up.
4: <laughs> one one cool thing is like behind me, like there's supposed to be a, a a a bench or whatever, but I got my VR set up so you know how uh
0: Oh sure, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> Hotel VR Hey, hey
4: oh, yeah. Ella
1: Darley would be Ella Darley would be proud of you.
4: Yeah, I should, I should text her. Like, hey, man, don't you know. Don't do, do that. Don't do <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, <laughs>
1: Blue, real quick, Blue, in order to your pops, this is your drink right here. This is Jack and Root Beer. Thank
3: you. R.I.P. 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 indeed,
0: man. R. P. Um... R. P. Ugh damn there, there, there's so much there's no
3: easy transition in the yeah there, there isn't there isn't
0: what I mean do you want you want to try to kick it off a little bit uh stitch because uh, we're, we're all gonna jump in here I know but go well, if you I, want to try starting it
3: uh this might be like the the world's most easiest like alley-oop or whatever so there's no really <laughs> eloquent way to like to throw throw into this I mean we did talk about this last week I believe initially. Um, but since then, and it's it's sort of funny because we always talk in our in our little side group chats that everything seems to pop off on a Thursday right after <laughs> we record yeah. or whatever. And shit popped off and everything um, over the past week. We've seen it all, and I'm, I'm just sort of giving a, a brief summary. I mean, unless you've been living under a rock or out in space or whatever, you you know what's been going on. Hold on, let's, let's,
2: hold on let's give some context. Hold on, real quick because. I'll, I'll let you say what you need to say, but I recognize mm-hmm. that as I was recording solo, that er, shit on YouTube is probably gonna last way longer than this. So we should probably premise on Good point. Like, the date and what's happened previous to what we're talking about. So go ahead and, and set that up. Tell them the date and then tell them what's going on right now.
3: Today is what the third of June. Yeah. Yep. Twenty twenty. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. June third, twenty twenty. We talked about it last week uh, about. Uh, it just happened to be that we there was a slew of um, incidences incidents involving police uh, we talked about the Arbury incident with the jogger who was uh shot and killed by two people that assumed he was breaking the house in the neighborhood rolled up with a truck shot him then we also talked about the bird watching uh Karen lady as it's as it put who uh, was told about having her dog on the leash and decided to try to weaponize the police against this black man and say that she was being assaulted or attacked by this black man who simply just asked her to put the dog on the leash and then we had just saw the um george floyd incident where we saw a person who and at the time we talked about the details being potentially like a forgery <laughs> call but it turns out that he was um it was suspected of he had a, a fake 20 dollar bill dollars um, Twenty-dollar bill, and the police encountered him, and there's something happened in terms of uh, they're still trying to see various videos. I haven't seen the body camera footage on it, but they essentially put him in a choke. Oh no, I'm sorry. They had him on the ground, handcuffed and detained, and this officer, uh, last name is Chauvin, um, put his knee on this dude's neck and let it sit there for about eight to nine minutes. And this dude, we watched this guy's life be extinguished um, in front of us. And yep. people, it, it was a combination of I don't I don't like saying the perfect storm, but with everything going on in this country, people just had fucking enough. Um, for those of you that haven't seen like the movie Do the Right Thing with Spike Lee, where it just being a hot fucking summer, it took was that one little thing, and we throw in trash cans through windows or whatever <laughs> in that movie in that movie per se. Uh, since last week when we briefly touched about it, all across your major cities in the United States and even in other major cities across the, the fucking globe, people have been protesting. Most of them, that cannot be forgotten, most of them are protesting peacefully in terms of gathering in large, grou- large crowds and just saying his name over and over again, demanding that justice be brought against that officer and the other three officers that were complicit in standing by and watching this man's life be taken well, to in it, on, let me, in this game.
2: Let me be clear about one thing, though, by what you just said. So, uh, not only were one man was complicit, one man protected the, the three other people. So, when everybody talks about this murder, they always focus on the Chauvin guy, right? Because he was obviously he had the, the knee on the neck. But there are two other officers there that were also holding him down on top of him, so he couldn't fucking move. And then another... Right. True. Yeah, true. what's up? What's
0: up? I thought it was three. Yeah, that if, if you
2: can do math, one on the neck, two on the body. That's three people. I, I thought, it, I,
0: thought was, I thought it was four total, three.
2: Yeah. him and three
0: others. But I'm, yeah,
2: it's it, it is four total. What I'm, I'm, you know? Let me finish, man. <laughs> like there was one guy. On the, one guy was protecting all of them from from anybody from helping them. One guy had the knee in the neck, the Chauvin guy, and then two other of officers also were on uh, George Floyd, that contributed to his murder. So. Yeah. When when we first talked about this last week, I think we all kind of assumed that they would just be arrested and this would kind of go away, but they have stepped. And I'll, I'll I'll let Stitch say the rest. So uh, well,
3: yeah. Um, before I get into the legal aspect of it, but yeah, um, and I didn't. I saw that the one guy's name I guess was Zhao or or So. I, I don't want to butcher the pronunciation on yeah. it. But I did not know what the other officers' names were. Until today, yeah. when they announced that they were arrested, so, I and I, I have no problem saying these officers' names or whatever, and publicly shaming them for what they did and their their role in mean, it. A lot of other people were like, "We need to know George Floyd's name," and I'm fine with that, and he, it needs to be known. But let's, I I have no problem with shaming the motherfuckers that are responsible for his death and letting people know uh, who the murderers are in this. Yeah.
5: Um,
3: since then. I think I can't remember, I can't remember if it was the day we recorded or shortly thereafter but that officer was arrested. It was like a 24-hour time period where Van was arrested. Well no
2: no no it wasn't um, 20, it definitely wasn't was, 24 hours it was days. I think it was 4 days. No from, from no, I'm no, sorry, no I'm sorry sorry he, he was fired
3: from recording. Oh
2: he was fired he was fired right away yeah yeah. But yeah,
3: yeah was, I'm, I'm yeah. sorry he was he, I apologize. He was fired with in a 24-hour time period and charges were being looked at and everything and um Essentially, that's when everyone started to get upset, protesting, hitting the streets, canning, and essentially, that's where we're gonna, I guess, jump into the conversation. That's the backstory on where we're at now. We're now in days eight of this. Yeah. um, And a lot has gone on since then. So there's gonna be a lot of time dedicated to this topic, I'm sure. Um, So I guess, I think the best structure for this is to just sort of break it down as best chronologically. So we're not completely hopping around just so viewers can sort of follow it so one of you guys jump in on we already sort of talked about the incident i think we should maybe talk about the um waiting well i guess the the period in time from the incident to the firing to the to the arrest of the of chauvin yeah. okay uh, go
2: ahead
3: so i'm um, go ahead no no, no
0: you so chauvin, yeah, chauvin has uh, been been arrested sometime last week. I I can't recall the exact date, man. Some of these days are blending certainly fucking together. I'm sure you can fact check and give an exact date. Maybe it was that Thursday or Friday. I'm not sure.
4: Well, one thing. Um, but one thing I just kind of jump ahead. in there real quick. I, I was muted, but um, you know, there, like there's more footage that was released about when the whole arrest had taken place that we didn't really touch on. But like, there's footage from like a store that shows like cops confronting george on the street and like from the videos that they show like there's never where anything shown of him in, um resistant arrest basically like they pretty much just grabbed him and pulled him out into the street and then seeing like the different camera angles like before the you only like a lot of people are just seeing the one camera angle with the officer with his knee on his back or on his neck but then there's another video footage that shows like the other officers like actually on his back like holding them down and it's And then like there's also like once the paramedics came, people are complaining about how like the paramedics like they literally had a guy that could have had a possible neck injury and they just yanked him up, threw him onto the gurney and threw him into the ambulance like nobody like tried to like check like they checked his post but nobody like wanted to see if there was anything damage done to him or anything. They just threw him on the on the on the little the bed thingy and threw him in the ambulance and that's just that's just kind of the, some of the stuff that we didn't touch on last week. I just want to kind of bring up real quick.
2: Thank you. So go ahead, Prodigy. Sure. No, no, no. So, Prodigy, if you know the timeline, up I do. So I, I can speak on the timeline if you want.
4: Uh, well,
0: I, I, let's come, let's come back to that in terms sure. in terms of the, the the thing. Yes, he he was arrested just at a super high level. One of the major uh, components for uh, the initial protests was that there were three other men involved. We saw different video we saw different video, we saw different angles of the three other officers, total of four, uh, that were uh, involved in this murder. And so one of the rallying cries over the last three, four, or five days was what the fuck is going to happen to the other three. Oh and, and they're all in sorry. addition to oh, that. I'm
2: sorry. Somebody's got bad feedback. Yeah, no, yeah, it's fucking up the podcast. Uh-huh. If you're not talking, please mute. They put on the uh, little rain thing.
0: So,
2: yeah, go ahead, talk. Yeah, talk now. Okay,
0: so yeah, so I was just going to say the, again, one of the rallying cries was the whole thing about, you know, the other three, are they going to be charged? And then in addition to that, the degree of the charges for Chauvin. Uh, was something that a lot of people, a lot of people in the protest were very upset. He got charged with third-degree murder, um, and people had to learn, you know, what third-degree murder is. That has changed subsequently, but I'm just trying to set the stage that several days were going on with protests getting louder and larger with three men uncharged and one man uh, charged, the uh, chauvin, that... a most people had a problem with the degree of that chart, and I'll pause there. You can take it away with the timeline.
2: Okay, so the the timeline of events uh, that I can see is that May twenty sixth. Um, oh no, let me go back to the beginning. May twenty fifth, George Floyd was murdered. Okay, and if anybody wants to argue the fact that he was murdered or not, I right, you can just stop listening to this podcast. The man was murdered on camera. That is not up for dispute. So. Um, May 26th, and, and I hate being the, the the binary guy, but in this instance, it's a binary thing. Like, the guy was murdered. So, May 26th, responding officers were fired as protests began. So, all, all four of them were fired the next day. Mm-hmm. Okay, May 27th, uh, protest spreads to other cities. May 28th, the government activates the National Guard. May 29th, they arrested Officer Chauvin for the death. So... It took what? It, yeah, I was right. It was four days for the guy to get actually arrested. And during that, this is when, when people say, what could he have done differently? This is one of the main things they could have done differently is that he, he should have been arrested right away for the murder of him. Actually, and, and all him especially, but the other three officers should have been investigated right away. And probably, they, they probably should have been arrested as well right away, in my, in my personal opinion. Because what happened was horrific. It was It was brutal.
0: I don't have any problem. I don't have any prob- okay. fucking probably about it. Okay. I mean, you know, you talk you talk about something that just kept escalating and escalating from a uh, community and then you know state, city, state, and then eventually national and international standpoint. One of this, one of these, uh, you know, a a very uh, significant proportion of this was when are the charges going to be filed for all four, and the fact that they weren't filed right away because of either fear of the police union or uh just uh, not wanting to get a quote-unquote more evidence or whatever bullshit ass fucking reason that was one of the things that made people
3: even angrier than they were yeah i it... want to
2: go, oh. go ahead. no go ahead
3: uh i i just want to touch on the, on uh one uh couple, i guess two little quick points i was vastly impressed and i touched on it uh last week that they fired him so quickly yeah. that is something that happens so rarely and a lot of people like don't even like have no concept of like how powerful police unions yeah, are. Unions, yeah, just just for like a point of just for a point of reference, the Eric, Eric Gardner, the one who also got choked out by the police where we had the, the phrase, I can't breathe. That officer involved with that, he went to trial and everything. He didn't get fired till five years later after that incident. He had a job after he went for trial for murder and everything. He was still on that. He was still getting paid, whether it was back pay or whatever. It was on, on admin leave five years. So for that chief and I I put it for having the courage you can, just to, you like,
4: got to just be like, this. yo, I,
3: well, this is, I just want to make sure I don't forget like certain aspects of it. But <laughs> Bravo to that chief for saying, fuck your union. You're gone today. We'll worry about whatever legality and lawsuits yep. and, and due process we have to normally work out with the union. Because I mean, there's times where police officers get suspended, whether it's or fire for use of force, shootings, et cetera, et cetera. And normally it's a process of, oh, we're going to review, we're going to look over the incident, and we're just going to put you on admin leave, whether you're paid or not paid. And we're going to figure it out. This chief at least had the balls to say, hold up, you're fired, and we're going to figure out the rest of the stuff later. Now, where I want to transition, Um, And I wanna, I guess, it's not really a pushback, but uh, where a lot of people are saying like, charges should have been filed like that day or immediately. I don't have a problem with waiting the three or four day period because in my mind, you're playing the end game in this entire situation. It is as happy as, and it was great news to see that that the rest of the people were were, uh, charged today. The ultimate justice in this case is not this guy going to jail, but him going and getting sentenced to prison and everything. We will be having the same fucking discussion and shit will be a lot worse in these streets as as everyone's being so outraged about the protesting and looting and stuff like that. It will be a major fucking problem if this whole thing goes to court and he's found not guilty. All of this will be for nothing. And, and I, Chronos sometimes touches on it where in uh, sometimes your philosophy, you're like, is it really worth it if we're not getting the end result of, of what it is that we're trying to accomplish? Uh, most recently, and I don't wanna get sidetracked or be like, it has anything to do with it, but like with the uh, the whole Trump impeachment.
5: Yeah. yeah,
3: he's in peace, but is he gonna get removed from office? No, we, we all knew that. So it, it was kind of like, is this actually even worth our time? we need to make sure that this dude and they have all their ducks in a row because you only get one shot to put this dude behind bars and put him in prison for for 20 years to life or whatever it is that he's sentenced for because and I'll I'll end on this point because the main reason why the Trayvon va- where George Zimmerman got off was because they overcharged that case and they were not able to actually prove uh beyond a shadow of a doubt to all the jurors that it was there was intent for Zimmerman to murder Trayvon and that's why they missed out on that opportunity and Zimmerman's walking free acting like a complete fuckboy now.
2: So this is where I'll give a little bit of pushback um what what you just said I mean you're 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 right like I don't the overcharging thing that's totally correct but the problem that I think most of America has and that I have is that if you see somebody being murdered on a video usually 99.9% of the time the person that is doing the murdering gets arrested immediately and thrown in jail they can post bail that's fine but they get arrested immediately and thrown in jail and th- i think that was one of the main problems is that yeah you're right you can build your case but you can also build a case when the motherfucker is sitting in county you know you can do that, that- that's the way law I... normally works so yes
3: yeah the uh just, it, the the only thing that's that's slightly different is that because this is a police officer, that's a problem. Whenever he is involved with some with, yeah well yeah, it, whenever they're involved with something in uh, like a use of force or a death, there are certain protocols that are automatically enacted for them where they have to um, give their internal affairs uh, internal affairs investigation and, and et cetera et cetera. Um, but just for some like inside baseball stuff. To Miranda, someone for everyone talks about be, like getting a Miranda and everything that that whole aspect of it. But in order for someone to be read the Miranda rights, they have to be in custody and they have to be under arrest. You can talk as freely and say whatever the fuck you want to, and I can ask you whatever questions I want to about anything that you did, as long as you are not under arrest. Now, anything can be used and said against you, as long as you are not in my custody or I'm sorry, in custody. You can, you can talk freely and I can use that against you as ever you want. But the second that someone's flaps cuffs on you and says, quote, you are under arrest and they have to go through that whole legality. And especially when you're dealing with a police officer because he knows his rights. Once you say you are under arrest, now I need you to ask, ask you some questions about what happened. They're gonna be like lawyer. You, I, I don't wanna talk talk to my lawyer. Yeah. At least I, I feel that they probably played it smart in this way by getting all of his statements about what happened, what did what what were you thinking, what were you doing, and stuff. Oh,
5: shit.
3: Freely, without saying, you're under arrest right now. Because you can know that he's under arrest. I, uh, uh, Whoever was investigating be like, yo, you're under arrest in my head, but I haven't put cuffs on you, and I've not taken away your freedom to, to walk out of this conversation. So I can ask you whatever questions I want and make you think that you're not under arrest. And I'm just doing a plain old, regular internal affairs investigation. So I can ask you about what was your mindset going into it, uh did, did you think he was fighting back et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? but once i handcuff you and be like yo you're under arrest and i start asking these questions as a cop if that that dude was he would probably be like and i would i would say 100 percent of the time be like i'm not answering any of your questions since i'm under arrest i need my lawyer and that would that would completely me the entire investigation and that would hinder what they can use a- Eventually in yeah, the can Indian, I d- can I just Indian say court. one quick
0: thing though? And I I appreciate that background. I respect your uh, your knowledge base on this issue. What's confusing for me as just a layperson, average citizen, is it's under the backdrop of your city being pretty much on fire, and you know the, the clamoring of the protests for um, some some arrests right right away. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, are, are certainly ratcheting up the heat, so to speak, and I, I understand you got to be careful and balance and all that other stuff, but I, I feel as a as a just normal citizen that expediting that process that you articulated
3: would have helped tone down some of the fire. I agree. Now they changed the process in this, from what I'm understanding, they brought in a outside prosecutor, the one that they're not all brunch buddies with, which I think is awesome. Uh, the, I and I saw his name today. He was the one that that filed the that that charged the other dudes and everything. And I'm so and um, we talked about what the actual charge was with the third degree murder, uh, mm-hmm. uh, third degree homicide, or yeah, third degree murder and everything. And I that I thought that was a, a really good charge. Second degree would be borderline difficult. Now when I woke up today and I saw the news today that they upgraded to second, I was like, "Oh shit, this could be uh, interesting." But then when I saw the prosecutor say that um under Minnesota law that they are charging him with second degree murder in com- in a commission of a felony. And that is a huge fucking thing because you do not need to prove intent that you committed the murder. It was just that whatever happened in the course of that felony that you were committing, which would be the assault, which is him putting the battery of the assault with him putting the knee on the neck, is that you caused his death. Your mindset does not need to go into the entire uh, um, cause or the the effect of what it is that took place. And just for sort of like a comparison thing, we've talked about this previous occasions where it's like, let's say we all decide to roll up in a bank and lose the getaway driver me and Kronos are the stick-up man and you're on watch out, on on lookout or whatever outside the bank. And I, and I just decide, or me and Kronos decide to go gun happy. We just start shoot tellers, just to fuck it, cause YOLO. All <laughs> of us can get charged for that murder because we are all committing a felony. And in the course of that felony, one of us committed murder, so we are all responsible. That's why sometimes people are like, well, he was just a getaway driver. I don't I don't see why he was responsible for, for that and everything that law is exactly why those dudes on the sidelines are getting charged with murder
4: nice yeah, it was interesting because like today like i was listening to the radio and they had um they had a police officer on there and he was talking about you know what's the difference between a first degree murder, second degree murder and third degree murder and pretty much just a little clip note first degree murder means that you plan to murder somebody like you had it all figured out you know you really want this person to fucking die and then, like, with third-degree murder, like, that's where it gets a little bit on the gray area where, you know, you could, it, like, the murder could have, like, you you were trying to hurt somebody, but it went to the level where you ended up murdering them. But then, like, manslaughter means that it was just a fucking accident, basically. But, like, the guy didn't really touch too much on second-degree murder, so I'm glad you got to explain that a little bit more, Stitch. Like, you're,
3: yeah.
4: you're important to... Think- Prodigy
3: put out a really good um, meme. I fucking broken clock is right twice a day, kind of thing. With, uh, oh my God. With, with, that, with that first, second, third. I was like, this motherfucker got something right. I was like, I like, saved that one. I was like, showing it to friends because they were asking me. And I was like, it's hard. I was like, this motherfucker of all people got it right in like three sentences or whatever. Because I can give like a long winded by the book penal code. At, like definition of it, but it was summed up pretty good in the fucking meme. Like you said, first degree is premeditation. You planned it. You knew what you were doing going into it. Second degree is you, you had the intent to kill somebody. Premeditation is I plan. I'm going to walk up in chronos. I'm sorry to use chronos. I'm going to walk up in old ninja's house. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to walk up in old ninja's house and I'm going to shoot him because I fucking hate mass Effect. (laughs) The first, <laughs> second degree murder is oh, oh i see how it is, I see how it is. I, uh, Se- now i know okay okay yes second degree murder is yo we're playing mass effect i'm just like yo this game's bullshit. and i'm mad that you made me play it so i'm gonna wrap these these hands around your neck or whatever and mm-hmm. i kill you that's second degree murder wow. third degree murder is just like oh man uh it, it was kind of an act i i didn't mean to kill him I just meant to make him swallow this fucking game disc of Mass and he ended up dying because of it.
0: <laughs> That's right.
2: fucking superb. Let me go back to the. Uh, <laughs> can I go back to the timeline now?
0: Yeah, timeline. I sorry. Jesus.
2: We went. Oh fuck! Now I, I even like lost my place about where I was at, and I got to pull it back up. I had a good. Uh, all right. I think I was on like the. I uh, was oh, still Every in May. Hey,
5: you're eating acidic food. What is the? You're God damn it! I hate these. Hold on. Sorry. I,
1: I hate these.
2: As that play, so y'all didn't hear it, but everybody else was listening it heard it. Some ad playing. Um, anyway, <laughs> so we were on Officer Arrested May 29th, okay? And it's somewhere between... Arrested. And then, yeah, one officer being arrested, on so uh, May 31st, prosecution changes hands. And also, somewhere between the, those two dates, there was an autopsy where they were trying to say that uh, George Floyd died because he had, uh, health complications. Which I was like... Uh, really really like
3: <laughs> what the he, fuck he did it, said, really- it <laughs> said cardiac for fancy words it said cardiac arrest which means his heart stopped yeah and people were like oh shit yeah yeah when well, well, you I mean, die your, right? your heart ain't working so it yeah. stops it's like <laughs> no
4: they're, they're kind of right i mean he died of health complication it's just that you know the complication were sad he couldn't fucking breathe yeah yeah <laughs> what
3: caused his heart to stop and they didn't answer that
2: yeah it's so insane anyway sorry go ahead
4: I was just gonna say
0: really quickly on that autopsy that we all knew was fucking bullshit. Um, yeah you know, this this we've mentioned it a couple times with like during the coronavirus uh, raging in New York and New Jersey, uh, autopsies possibly being a little bit quick and whatnot, but you know, still believing the numbers and everything. Uh, this was a case where this this guy's fucked up. this this medical examiner not only doesn't know what he's doing, but I would question, this case and multiple others that he or she has been involved in if, if if you can't get something as fairly straightforward as this right then how are you licensed to do your job and we really should Why be digging like, into that
4: later on it was it was announced that he died from asphyxiation i was like i was
2: gonna get theirs it's all good man i'm gonna get there Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're going uh, all right yeah we're gonna do so, a Talk about May 31st, prosecution, prosecution changes hands. Uh, June 1st, uh, independent autopsy determined that it was a homicide caused by asphyxiation, which we all knew, due to the neck and back compression that led to a lack of blood flow to the brain. So, some people that uh, don't know a lot of stuff, they might think that if somebody says they can't breathe, they can breathe. That's not true, and also it also doesn't mean that you can't die because you can breathe. All right, so if I was to put my hands on your carotid arteries you can technically still breathe but you're going to die anyway cuz I'm cutting off the blood flow to your fucking brain so and if somebody's also compressing your diaphragm down and also somebody else has uh pressure on your neck and you you literally you might be able to breathe a little bit but it's not enough for you to live so I think that's what people need really need to understand you can breathe like a, for a little while but you're not you're not going to be able to breathe forever like that cuz Your diaphragm is what inflates and deflates your lungs. And if you can't inflate and deflate your lungs, guess what? You can't breathe. If you keep having a quarter breathe in, breathe out, then, you know, an eighth breathe in, breathe out, and then, you know, a 20th breathe in, breathe out, breathe out. eventually you're going to lack the amount of oxygen that your brain needs to function. And so please understand that and stop with this nonsense of if somebody can talk, they can breathe. Like, I hope that laid it down for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Can I, can, I, can I jump in? Can I yeah, jump in? Can I jump in? I'm I'm with you 100%. But I just want to be really fucking crystal clear. Uh, the, Stitch mentioned it previously, but this piggybacks on the uh, couple years ago Eric Gardner case with the I can't breathe stuff. There was a lot of mythology, a lot of fucking lies out there uh, that came from law enforcement, really and truly, uh, in terms of promoting that mythology of. Well, if you can say I can't breathe, then then you can breathe. A lot of the, uh, I think for a lot of people in the general public, that was the first time they heard that bullshit. Yeah. And I'm glad you broke it down, Kronos. But I just want to have that historical account that most people heard it from the Eric Gardner case, and then some people tried that same bullshit here yeah. for a little while. And I'm glad that collectively, a lot of doctors, a lot of uh, you know, community activists, a lot of just rational people that know things. Uh, said actually he you know he he could not breathe and you know he he died as we all saw but it, that, uh, some of that came from law enforcement just to be real clear yeah,
2: it's it's total bullshit and I, and I'm telling you from a person that has an expertise on this um I've been choked thousands of fucking times in jujitsu thousands of times and there are times to where literally my last fucking breath is tap and there's no next breath so like that's how serious it is and it can come it can come really fucking quickly where it's like the last thing I'm going to say is I, I'll say tap and I'm trying to tap and sometimes I can't even fucking say it but sometimes I can and that's like that and that's literally my last breath and I've never gone out but I see I've seen the tunnel coming where it's like hey I'm fucked I need to say something to let you know that I'm fucking done you won <laughs> All
4: well, even, right? even, even with that quote like you know the 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 fact that you, like, they call it tapping because you're tapping that person to let you know, like, okay, I'm out, like, yeah. let, let me go, like, I can't fucking talk, like, you're choking me out, here, tap, I'm, I'm out, I'm out, you're, you're being tapped out, but to kind of kind of piggyback what you were saying about, about, like, you know, his chest and lungs being compressed, like, the guy had three grown fucking men on his back, one was on his neck, and two of them were on his back, and even if they didn't have, like, his full weight, like, I would say, let's say the average weight of a, of a grown man is 150 pounds, and they had half of their weight on him. He still had 150 pounds of men on his back, plus he had another half a pound, like what, 75 pounds of a man on his fucking neck. So this guy had 225 pounds of human on him that kept him from fucking breathing.
2: Yeah, and he's handcuffed, so it's uh, like he can't, oh, you can't he cannot create space.
4: Yeah,
3: it's probably about 200 pounds, at least 200 pounds a person, because you got can- to count
4: for that gear that they, yeah. they're carrying. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. And when, I, when I said average, I'm just talking about my own weight. Like I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. want to. <it>. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you guys are probably way more than me, but like, yeah, like this guy, he could not breathe. All right, so which is sad.
2: Don't keep. I'm keeping to go through the uh, the timeline here. So uh, June 2nd, civil rights charge filed against the Minneapolis the police department, which I totally agree with. And then June 3rd, today. Now all four officers have been charged in Floyd um, and George Floyd's death. So, yeah, and they and they modified the charges against uh, Chauvin. He's gonna have the second degree charge, or second second degree murder, which Stitch just went through. So that is the entire timeline until today. And there's other shit that happened during this timeline that we can get into if y'all want to talk about what President Trump. Talking about what did you want like what else has been going on oh we're, so we're going here. we
3: will that that's all we will get into that please believe <laughs> you, well, i know i, okay. I got I, you might have several gold eggplant rants of the year <laughs> yeah, one, one
4: so, <laughs> Dude, so i was just i was just gonna say like today it was announced that the other uh, three officers had been arrested for the charges of i don't think like, there's any charges but they were arrested too the, the other three officers yeah, that's what i just they said they were arrested today
2: yeah, it was it aiding was yeah. it, it, and abetting uh, second degree man, uh, secondary murder and manslaughter, all oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, I would have to yeah, because I'm not even familiar with that charge because it's different states and everything. Um, it seems legit. I'd have to sort of read what what the elements of that crime and charge is, but it seems legit.
0: Okay. Um, so do you want to pivot to, I mean, we have a, a few different flavors the way I look at it. I, I appreciated the uh, the timeline. To me, there's <laughs> the celebrity response. There's the actual uh, protests themselves and, and protests uh, and sometimes riots. And then there's even uh, the aspect of um, just off the hook fucking incidents, like with yeah. MAGA Hawkeye.
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Sword wielding uh, oh. wannabe ninja. Yeah. Oh I, I don't, I don't, I don't care about what the celebrities. I think we got more important things to talk about than what fucking yeah, Joe, uh, what's it called? Rogen's got to say about some shit or whatever. Um, I think one of the things that has been a discussion point is looting versus protesting and uh, the civil unrest that took place after that, because that seems to be a big discussion point um, where it's made things awkward in some situations for people to talk about. Um, for those that don't know, or have just been hearing it, Kronos has been putting out some really good podcasts about his personal feelings with uh, race relations, uh, civil um, unrest, or discord, so I'm sorry, civil discord uh, the past couple of days. And you will probably be seeing that from all of us over the next couple of days, just because this topic hits home for us in many different ways yes we are all five black men but we are all different in terms of our interactions with the the police uh with each other with uh racism and everything so i think it, it's a really, really good idea that chronos uh, sparked and has been put out there so you get a little bit of a personal level in terms of how each how this thing since we're all talking about it, is affecting each and every one of us
2: yeah it's oh hold on i just where am I at? There we go. Sorry, I clicked the wrong buttons on here. Um, this is kind of an, an insane thing for 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 me to, to do. Um, because I'm normally, I'm not that guy. If you've been listening to the podcast, I'm like, I'm usually not that guy. You know, I'll, I'll talk about some civil rights stuff and, you know, some political light stuff. I kind of usually rein back, you know, what I really want to talk about as far as politics goes. But when this happened, I, I couldn't not talk about it. You know, and I I couldn't wait to put out a statement. You know, I think that um, if you listen to the podcast, like I'm super honest about like the way I feel about it. And I think that staying silent and not talking about it when I have this fucking platform to talk about it and like have people really understand the plight that African-Americans have gone through from my point of view. um, I've had so many positive interactions with people. It, it's been really amazing I've, I've been kind of amazed that it's been so positive So anybody out there that's listening to this If you're a person of color um, Tell your story So people can hear it Because I think that not enough people Understand that people are being Fucked In America And I think that these people are the whole you know Hashtags all lives matter thing They don't understand what you're going through Whether it's through Cognitive dissonance or they just don't see it um, that's up to them, but if you if we keep telling our stories uh, more more and more people are going to start listening and they're going to start seeing that hey, there are two different Americas here and the side of the part of america that they are are on where you know they can say all lives matter because they're not going through problems it's like listen African Americans and people of color they're calling out for help and we've been doing it for for a while now and you saying that you know my my life matters too, but you're going through ...none of the problems that we're going through... ...that's a fucking problem... ...you know, and I understand that there are some... ...people, um... ...like some Caucasians... ...that have problems... ...you tell your story too... ...if you're if you're a poor Caucasian... ...you're going through some fucking issues too... ...but understand... ...that... ...a disproportionately large number... ...of people of color... ...are going through... ...brutality and going through... ...disadvantaged means... ...and... ...I... ...you know, I talked about it... ...in my, my solo shit, but... I kind of ignored it because I make uh, a a decent amount of money, and I'm generally about like the "fuck you" attitude. Like if somebody uh, looks at me funny or you know treats me a certain way, I'm just like "fuck those per- those people," and I you know I just I dismiss them. But I noticed that that's a flaw in me. Like I, I just need to stop doing that because me just dismissing that, what if what if that same person does that to somebody that is way more disadvantaged than I am that looks like me? Like, what's the result there? And that's my personal responsibility to take a fucking stand and tell people my story and recognizing myself that I can't let it go on. I can't let racist fucking bullshit, thinly veiled racist bullshit occur around me anymore for the sake of my children. So anyway, y'all, y'all go ahead, sorry about that. Yeah. Can I jump in? Yeah. Can I jump in?
0: yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, I, I, know, I, know, I know everybody wants to jump in I, and I'm not gonna be long at all. Um, I just wanna say very clearly, uh, peaceful and I know everybody feels a different way and so I'm just speaking for myself peaceful protests uh, like Colin Kaepernick did um, got a whole lot of fucking shit Um, this man was completely kicked out of and blackballed from the NFL Uh, that just this past week uh, the actual NFL executive I got his fucking name of VP of Communications Joe Lockhart said, quote, no teams wanted to sign a player, even one as talented as Cap, whom they saw as controversial and therefore bad for business. That is literally the, the NFL, and I know this is not a completely sports cast, but it is tangentially related. Uh, that is the NFL literally saying a middle finger to peaceful protests. And I believe, and I know very clearly, that millions of uh, Americans said, fuck this motherfucker. And so mm-hmm. my uh, anger, really and truly, uh, is partially on the fact that peaceful protests got shit on for fucking years. Yeah. Um, and years? Then, there, then there's this. Yeah. yeah, well, decades. You're exactly. absolutely right. But even just, but recently, I'm just talking about him very recently. This decade, just a few years ago, people peaceful, peaceful protests got got shit on so hard, uh, and you got Time Magazine and a whole lot of people just saying, "Hey, Cap, you were fucking right." And I think that there's some finally some level of vindication uh, for Kaepernick. And I don't want to hear the bullshit about, uh, you know, uh, and, and why does everything have to be so violent? First of all, as 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 Stitch alluded to. Uh, most of the protests are not violent, nope. you know, so there, there, there's just a lot of Bullshit that goes on that has me frustrated. I'll certainly do you know something solo and longer But I just got to po- point that out there man, you know There I were love- peaceful protests on this same subject that got fucking shit on you
4: know I love uh, I love the meme that shows that says like what does I told you so looks like like a person well if if I told you so look like a person who would this is what they look like, and it's a is a picture of Kaepernick, and it's like he's yeah. this guy's been preaching this for like years, and like you know Ooh. people just shout him like. You, even the president was like, you know, we need to this motherfucker needs to get him off his knee, like he didn't de- didn't de- being disrespectful to United States or whatever or to our son- military service.
2: To be specific, he called him a son of a bitch.
4: Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. I know, I knew he used some kind of profanity, but like the guy tried to be peaceful, and like shit wasn't getting done like the dude dude lost his fucking job and like people were saying like you know oh you know you make all this money just put your money where your mouth is and and cap was spending like millions of dollars trying to help out people and stuff like that like he didn't really even have a job but like he was still out there trying to get it get the voice heard for for the black people so you know
2: you know what's insane to me right now what's what's really insane to me right now is that i'm already seeing the conspiracy theories i don't know if you guys have seen this but this is fucking infuriating Mm -hmm. to me They're saying that Chauvin, the guy that they arrested is not really him. He was an actor. And they're saying that uh, George Floyd is an actor as well. He's not really dead. I'm like, are you fucking insane? We watched him die on the screen. Like, are you fucking... This is how far cognitive dissonance has gone in America. Is that we literally watched a man murdered and somebody's gonna say all those people are just all actors, and it's all just a start a race war. So what about what about everybody else? The past fucking hundred hundreds of years that have been fucking murdered by the police are they now fucking actors too? Are you serious? We used to get fucking skinned alive, fucking hung, dragged by fucking cars and horses. You know we've had Lynch. To, yeah it, the the fucking yeah. insanity of these goddamn people that are just gonna pretend that people of color haven't been at the receiving end of brutality by the by a fucking authority that by their own citizens for hundreds of years is fucking in i can't even begin to tell you how insulting that is and how fucking stupid you sound when you say shit like that like you're just totally ignoring all this other shit that 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 happened you know like you think that just that one thing started this it wasn't just him that started this he's the he's at the top of a fucking Mountain of bodies. A mountain of bodies. And he happens to be at the top. All right? Understand that shit.
1: Um, I'm glad glad you
3: touched up. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I I had a a question about, um, do we have the timeline of when the protests and the riots and looting started? Uh, Do we have, like, a time frame for that one?
2: Well, I kind of just went through it. Yeah, he kind of went through that. <laughs> well, you're listening to no ninjas. It, it was very recently after
0: the after the incident was yeah. went viral. Yeah. Well, it was the, next, the next day after
3: the cast. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. I mean, I hold, on, no uh, hold
2: on, just so, for old ninjas, uh, <laughs> so we can hear it again. May 25th, George Floyd <laughs> dies in police custody. May 26th, responding officers fire protests begin. May 27th, protests spread to other cities, and y'all know the rest. It's Oh, and then May 28th is when National Guard gets gets involved. So it's, it's spread. Uh, we went over this. I So I as wanna of just, oh, this sorry. recording,
1: there's still protests and violence continuing to this day as we're recording this.
4: I, I, well, wait, I, I, I'm in, like, I, I'm down here in LA, and, like, they have a curfew here right now just because there was a protest that was going to happen at, um, at 8 o'clock. And literally, the restaurant I was at they're next to a small and they were like, yeah, we normally close, like we had planned on closing like at nine, I think they normally close at 9.30, but because of the protest that was happening, they had to close up shop. Like my niece, she works for Target and they had to close because they had to prepare for the, pro- they're preparing for the riot. They're not preparing for the protest. And like literally everybody, had to, everybody got off of work early just so they can go home and be at home before all this shit kind of hit the fan. And literally like me driving from the restaurant to my hotel, like there's, there's there's streets that are blocked off, like the freeways closed in certain areas. Like I have to take so many goddamn detours to get down to get to my fucking hotel, just because shit's about to hit the fan. And I'm I'm down here in L.A. where, you know, when they had the Riding King ride, like you know shit yeah. went nuts down here. And I'm like I'm like I'm looking outside of my hotel window and I can see fucking helicopters flying around.
3: Yep. Like I I wanted just to to go back to where Cronus was with with his his passion about everything all the bullshit that's going on i've talked about it before in terms of like how is it that you want us as well us as black people to protest
5: yeah
3: we've we've said it before y'all y'all don't want y'all don't want us to protest it's not about it being peaceful it's just be quiet be happy with what we gave you and just sit there and smile and, and be thankful tommy smith john carlos martin luther king rosa parks muhammad ali they all did that shit peacefully, and you all shat, just shitted on them the entire fucking process. And now people are acting all outraged that, that people are fed up. And I mean, I, I, without getting into much, time, we all know that I love the law in, in, in terms of my philosophy, but it, people's lives outweigh people's property. I will argue till I'm blue in the face that I I I can't even I get so enraged when people are so pissed off about the property damage, the graffiti, and the trash cans being lit on fire more so than the person's life we saw extinguished by a representative of the government. I give no fucks if somebody throws a brick through your Whole Foods window. No fucks given compares to what we just saw. What 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 was the what was the cause of what you are watching right now? What caused that to happen? Now yeah. There's a difference in my personal opinion between going out and in the process of looting, you're hurting people and whooping their ass as long as they don't have a fucking bow and or aiming it at people and stuff <laughs> <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> <laughs> so but, uh, so it, I'm not gonna be outraged if you break a win yeah. It is bad. And everything no one's down with that and everything but Stinch. don't Nothing. break in. A, don't hurt people don't kill cops which is another thing that people are trying to deflect from the actual message of what is going on and what happened everyone's like oh look at look at the damage that's happening yeah. are people dying in, in in this graffitied wall that you're showing me the, the, yeah it sucks that the church got graffitied yeah and in terms of the overall it, it doesn't make sense but in terms of the overall picture of it yeah, we can paint over that and we can replace that window sill. We can replace that vehicle and everything. You can't replace George Floyd's life. Yep. Thank uh, you.
1: Really quick, what do you say to the people that are saying that, oh, George Floyd, he committed a crime. He was a criminal. So why are you so upset? What do you say to those people?
3: <laughs> yeah. It's a, a, you don't deserve it's. There's rules. I mean, I love the wire. So uh, there's rules <laughs> wow. to the game. <laughs> or whatever, there's a there's a code to this shit. And even if you're not even going on that like sort of like street, like uh, media level, like in terms of like how things work in this country, there's due process. Everyone is innocent until proven guilty. We don't go running around in the streets like it's the purge and doing judge, uh, jury and I mean, execution. Good, and it, yeah, if he committed the crime, okay, he committed the crime, big deal. So-
2: Hold on, this is this is the problem that... that what what, what, what crime?
3: It's $20 fucking yeah. bill?
2: Hold on, this is the problem that I think... No, I'm sorry, go ahead. What, what you're saying is totally valid, but this is the problem that I think... This is what America... I'm going to open the, your eyes up to racism right now. Alright, everybody that heard that story about the $20 bill thing... You all assume that he did that. Everybody that... They all just assume that he gave a $20 bill on purpose. I could have a $20 bill in my wallet right now. I wouldn't fucking know. I don't have a fucking test pen... You know, everybody, everybody assumed because he was black, African American, that he did that on purpose to to basically get over somebody for twenty dollars. You assume that everybody that's listening to this right now, you know who the fuck you are. You assume <laughs> that that he did that on purpose and that he was he was he was definitely fucking guilty. But guess what it is not a police officer's job to find somebody guilty it's a job for them to arrest somebody and then for the court system to find him guilty or not guilty by a jury of their peers that's how it's supposed to fucking work in America right it is yeah. not their job to go out there and murder somebody and that's what is infuriating about this infuriating about this is that people are are have been okay with the police putting out this kind of it's almost like vigilante justice I want the police officers to do their fucking yeah. job okay. If somebody's committing a crime You know it needs to be investigated You know you can't just think that You're supposed to be uh, Innocent to proving guilty You didn't prove him guilty You know and, and, that, what, and that, what's that's what's that? fucked up About living in America as somebody that that's a person of color Is that you're almost always Assumed guilty And that's fucking bullshit
3: Ooh, what, and it's
4: also crazy to kind of touch on that. It's like, I used to work, like, I mean, we all had jobs where we worked like retail or some kind of shitty ass job and like, you know, like when I work retail, like we have the counterfeit pen that we would use, but like we only use it on like 50s and 100s because like a lot of times those are kind of bills that are fucking counterfeited, like for the person who, who assumed that his $20 was fake, had to assume that like, he had that some kind of racism in him for him to check this $20 bill. Like it's like counterfeit dollar, counterfeit money is really hard to fucking distinguish from real bills and fake bills. I mean, there's little nuances that you can realize, but that's why they have the fucking pen so you can mark it just to fucking verify. So, like the cashier at this liquor store had to have some kind of like hatred toward black people to begin with to even like you know even pick up the phone to make that call. Be like, hey, this guy has a counterfeit dollar, twenty dollar bill.
3: Well, I, I don't even, I don't, I don't know all that, and I don't want to put blame on some. I mean, that part i think is very minute in terms of everything that i mean if he had the, the fake 20 bill if he didn't okay the job of the police is to investigate said claim yeah. talk to him uh and be like yo we got a report that you might have might have given a 20 bill uh what do you know about it or whatever now we we like i said we don't have body camera footage or anything to know exactly what happened when it was encountered not that i'm justifying the end result of what happened between those two, but there's there is that gap where we we don't know what happened. But regardless, there is no reason that situation needs to turn into somebody losing their life. Like yeah, not at all.
2: no. Yeah.
3: It's but like it's like to touch on on some oh I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just like honestly,
2: like if someone was like, no nah, I didn't do that, like all right, well I guess you have a court date now and you figure it out in court. <laughs> like yeah. is there there's no yeah. why would you arrest somebody like that, like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, it's, it's 20 fucking dollars. Listen, like, honestly, like let, hold on real quick, Blue. Honestly, if I heard the conversation between the police officer and the cop, it'd be like, listen, I got 20 bucks. Will this resolve this? Can you let it? <laughs> I mean, like, seriously, That that's how easy it is to fucking resolve, is one random person walking by like,
4: listen, Oh, if, he, he supposedly... It might cost more for him to go to court than that $20, basically. Yeah, like for It, it cost okay. more dollars money to have a court date for this guy than it was for you to walk by and give $20. Like, hey, look, right. there's $20. Like, let this just let you go. So that's I'm why I'm say... so interested
3: in seeing how the initial encounter happened with this officer. And this, If he just ran up to him and Goldberg speared him into the ground over a $20, like, I, I, that's why I want to see oh, more... You haven't seen it? Him. No, you haven't seen it? Well, when, when, terms of when the officer gets on scene and what was said, like when it just like, hey, what's going? On? I saw the photo where they're like outside the wall on the um thing, but I don't know, the co- I don't I know you. the words on what's going on.
2: Oh, okay. Well, Shame. so so the words to me are to me, doesn't really matter that much. But the the way that he was handcuffed mattered because he was handcuffed what? just he was handcuffed just fine.
3: Well, I meant like the words in terms of how the officer approached the situation. Oh. He just walked in and escalated because uh, de escalation yeah. is something that I want to touch on
5: yes, later when we
4: please. get to it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Kind of coming, jumping back to the $20 bill, like back when I worked retail, even I, I used to work for a bank, like if, like we had training for certain things. And if somebody came in there with a $20 bill, it was the the teller's the, the teller responsibility or even like the cashier for you to try to keep that counterfeit money to use as evidence. Against that person, so like if there is a fake twenty dollar bill, like you know that's when you give it, you don't, you try not to give it back to the person. You try to keep that so you can give it to the officers so they have like evidence, like hey, this is the twenty fuck, this is a the, the counterfeit money that we received from this guy, so they they have some kind of evidence.
2: Yeah, and so the the crazy part about this is, sorry, just because I I watched the uh, the owners of the store actually talk about this issue is that they said normally, you know, obviously. They've come up with, they've had counterfeit issues before. And they said normally they don't call the cops on this, but I guess the person, the clerk that was working there, they called the cops. And they felt terrible that, yep. you know, George Floyd, they, they didn't, ex- like, nobody would expect, yeah. you know, saying that, hey, this person gave me a $20, a fake $20 bill. You wouldn't expect the person to die. Like, what the fuck? Think about how terrible that person feels right now. Like, yeah, uh, he, no, Jesus just, Christ. I'm I'm going to really quickly jump in.
0: I'm going to really quickly jump. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to say this. Just as a future point of reference, I hate to speak for all black America, but I am going to. I think we would all like to be treated, uh, guilty or not, you know, regardless of the crime, all like to be treated like Martha Stewart, convicted felon Martha Stewart, with with interactions with with law enforcement. Uh, Just the, the level of you know, de-escalation, which I know Stitch is gonna get into later, but just trying not to go in thinking that someone who has dark skin and is, is of African descent is a automatic threat. Yeah. <laughs> you can prevent that and just go in like, oh this is Martha Stewart, but maybe she's done some insider trading.
2: This is exactly what that would about. be wonderful. This, that's actually one of the things I talk about on like one of my solo things. It's like if you just treated somebody like like they were I think it was like your like, basically, like your your best friend's son or something like that, you know? Yeah. Like, just treat them like yeah. that. You know, just basic human decency. Like, don't don't assume right away that they are guilty. Because w- when you start going in there thinking that they're guilty and you're a police officer, you're already fucked up, in my opinion.
0: Oh, so. I, yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I would love to be treated like Martha Stewart, just for future reference.
2: So
1: I want to say, like, the media, to me, it made it come off as if George Floyd was trying to offload a ton of counterfeit bills yeah and i'm like okay, usually if that happens usually the fbi as far as i know is involved once you get past a certain amount but if it's just for but, twenty dollars like usually well, that's that's almost nothing
3: any, any counterfeit money is is like a secret service thing it's a, it's a technical federal crime whether it's a one dollar bill or twenty dollar bills the, the nomination doesn't technically yeah matter, it, but it, i mean it's, it's 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 a it's not a violent crime it's not a crime against a person either
1: Yes, that's true. It's just, yeah. it's just weird that they... I haven't heard of anyone calling the cops on someone with counterfeit bills because there's counterfeit bills out there. And I know that the FBI, Secret Service, and the Federal Reserve, they want to collect as many counterfeit bills as possible so they can try to find out how it was done and how to better yeah. improve counterfeiting detection. But this guy, he gets the cops called on him and then he loses his life, which is astronomically hard to compute for me.
3: Well, I, I want to transition into uh, another point, just down the chronological line of it, into the topic that is being brought up in terms of this, I'm gonna sound like blue, no offense, systemic racism in the police department, because that is something that is being brought up and touched on many times. Um, just on a personal note with me, this is sort of, um, in a way, it hits kind of home, or whatever, without getting it into too much depth on it. Because, I mean, obviously, I I love law enforcement, um, and I can give all those corny lines that people don't want to hear right now. Uh, one bad apple, <laughs> blah 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 blah. blah. Uh, people, people ain't trying to hear that, and I know when to shut the fuck up, or whatever. So some people need to need to really listen to that and be like, yeah. it's, oh there's one bad apple and blah 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 it's not me, I, I, we get, I get that I don't need to go around and prove to everybody that yo I ain't them or whatever but <laughs> those people, yeah they fucked up and everything like that, I don't I don't need to fight every battle so I can just sort of sit this one out and everything and the people that really know me and my friends that's that's cool, I don't need to jump into a Facebook comment section on some news site and try to defend my fucking uh, moral code as a, as a human being or whatever, but the only thing, and I I, don't, I feel bad because I've been talking a lot about this during the, the course of this cast, but I'm just really passionate because this, on, and I'll go into it on my own personal little uh, side thing. The culture inside of the police department, and um, the only thing that I'll touch on right now, and I want to call motherfuckers out on, and that I think is a problem, is people with this motherfucking Blue Lives Punisher skull now there's one thing in terms of like yeah i i support my blue live brothers and sisters it's a fraternity i i love all those all of them or whatever i know i can list them and i know everybody's name that that meant the world to me and i've been involved with incidences where some of them have died through various causes and i it it touches me and it hurts me however there is Merit to this whole belief that it is a sort of wall of silence um, Not in any specific department that I've worked in but I'm not naive enough to Make this claim that it does not exist But I get and I've, I've said that I get annoyed when people put this whole Punisher skull on it uh, We talked about it in our personal cast i mean our personal group chat when i saw sean hannity wearing like the punisher skull yeah, uh, on his amazing. little lapel thing i was like yeah. I, I was like what the fuck is that like first of all you, as, as black nerds we all know the punisher and what moral compass is which is something that should never be in line or modeled especially in terms of like law enforcement but mm. It, it it's that mindset and some people will put it in a different way oh i'd rather be uh judged by 12 than carried by six and everything and that, that, that it's it's yeah. a, it's a mindset that that is it's been ingrained and is just passed on without actually even thinking about what it is that you're you're actually really saying
2: hold on so let me I'm gonna, it, hold on can, can i pause you real quick because some of you just said the whole yeah, yeah i'm good i'm
3: good that, yeah i don't want to monologue forever no, but yeah I, go ahead no
2: I, i'm I'm fine with you obviously talking but the the judge by 12 carried by 6 thing if you are a police officer and that's your mindset you're supposed to protect and serve yeah. did, you, did you fucking forget that? understand what you just said I'd rather potentially kill somebody for whatever reason and be judged for it than die when you should be protected your job is just to protect and serve right? I mean that's your actual creed it's not to indis- indiscriminately dole out your version of justice. You know, I think that people, when they say, people say certain things and they don't really understand what the fuck they mean. And I'm calling this shit out say from that, now on.
3: Say that one more time and for the people in the back. Your definition of justice. Yeah, it's your <laughs> definition
2: a, of a justice. That's Yeah, key your Yeah. What you signed up for when you became a police officer is to protect and serve. It is not to... To dole out your version of fucking justice, saying I'd rather be judged by twelve than carried by six means that you're okay with likely having a bad call and potentially killing somebody rather than dying protecting your country when it's literally in your creed to protect people. Just yeah. I'll just put it out there. I would rather great. I'd rather not fuck up and take a life. How about that? I when we talk about police officers, yeah, I I get it that your your job is hard. You know, I'm a U.S. Marine. My job was fucking hard too. You know, I have had I, I literally had to go. I had to sit in uh, briefings where that justified killing children. Mm-hmm. Seriously, and it's only under certain conditions. All right, obviously, because I mean, there's people have morals, but there's conditions where if a kid's gonna kill you, I mean, what are you gonna do? So I mean, and that's a whole fucked up conversation. But I'm not going to shoot somebody in the fucking face because I think they were I think they were going to do something. You know what I mean? Because they fit the description. That's fucking wrong. And this is the part of the systemic racism that people really need to under- really need to understand. So I hope they hit home for just one fucking person.
0: Good. That's heavy. Um, <laughs> I I don't want to shift too far away, but I, but I do love when we talk about you know the whole systemic stuff. Um, You know, I will definitely have. I have my like reading list that I want to fucking promote and all that. But um, you know, (laughs) drug enforcement is not equal. I've said that before (laughs) on this cast.
5: I'm
0: I'm gonna say that again and again and again. You can go to nearly any college campus and find any fucking type of drugs you fucking want to uh and the enforcement is nowhere near what it is in south central in brooklyn and brought in the bronx in oakland anywhere else there's a racial component to drug enforcement and that's something that a lot of people don't feel comfortable saying a lot of people i got the books i got the stats on it i'm not going to go all the way deep down into it but just know that some of this and even going touching on the wire and whatnot some of this is let me try to bust up black and brown community well, there might be drugs. Because, because, and then whether they someone does or does not, there's some killings and then some sprinkling of crack at, to use a cliche yeah, just, on a dead body.
2: Real quick. I mean, mm-hmm. so hold on. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, man. Go I was going to
1: add to add on to just really quick to add on what uh, project we talked about. Hollywood gives you this. You had, like you said, The Wire. We had The Shield. We had the movie Street Kings. Uh, We had even, even to some degree, um, training day, like that kind of show props, uh, (laughs) props as well. I mean, all that stuff is presented to the mass media. So I mean, it it's been there.
2: Yeah. So if y'all are unaware, listening to this podcast, um, just look up the uh, the sentences for um, crack cocaine, and then cocaine. Just look up the 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 minimum sentences for both of those, and then look at what ethnic group uses which drug. <laughs> just, just educate yourself on, on just that one fact alone. Hopefully, that one little piece of knowledge will ex, will, will will put you down a rabbit hole Wait, to looking well. towards a whole bunch of things. But I mean, that one thing alone will should open your eyes. It's it's because yep. crack cocaine, which is cocaine just a cheaper version cuz they cut it with a bunch of bullshit uh, but it's literally the same it's literally the same drug they just cut it the fact that you know you can get a much longer sentence for for crack and what they'll do or what they were doing is that they'll give you multiple charges on the same arrest if you had, you know, crack on you like right away so you would hit the three, the three strikes right, right away you know it, it's it's even fucking bullshit weed. even weed sentencing yeah
0: is it is no, not no. like statistically fair and you can go back to the fucking nixon administration with people in the administration admitting on camera and, and, and in in writings saying the whole war on drugs purpose was to hurt black and brown communities but you know what i, I I'll, I'll let you guys take the floor um yeah it, it, it's disgusting yeah.
3: um I, another intro i'm oh, sorry no go ahead.
4: No, I was just I was just gonna touch on a little bit about the whole. So, we we talked about the whole the, the show Watchmen. In the first episode of Watchmen, they they had the whole um, Black Wall Street massacre, mm-hmm. and literally that happened 99 years ago on June first, June first and the second. And like for all this shit to kind of take place, this is this is the example of like the, the shit that black people had to had to fucking deal with. Like here we here we had like our own. Own oh, market like we had a bunch of black-owned businesses that was fucking thriving and just because some motherfuckers were mad they decided to like kill over 300 people burn down a bunch of different properties fucking drop bombs and like just massacre people in fucking public but the shit that's crazy is like you know a lot of people don't know about this and it's like it's like shit that they just want to try to see under what under the rug like they're trying to say like yeah slavery didn't really happen like it was like hundreds of years ago or something like that like go ahead and get over it but like even with like the civil with the civil rights movement that was like only like maybe like 60 years ago that that happened like it that shit was still very recent like and we're still fighting for we got our rights but we were still trying to fight for our rights like the shit's it's been going on for so fucking long and like people are just fucking tired of it tired of fucking like you know walking in the neighborhood and have to worry about like, you know, somebody might look at you wrong and think that you shouldn't be there and call the cops on you and all of a sudden you're fucking laying on the street, being fucking shot in the back because, you know, you, you had a, a cell phone case in your pocket and they thought you had a gun yeah. like shit like that. It's like fucking ridiculous. Or like, you, you know
0: what? I was going to you know so like, just say, I was just going to say, I wanted to piggyback on, on what Blue said. I would like for the same level of respect when you know the unfortunate circumstance of like someone being a victim of like sexual assault or something like that and you know you don't go you don't try to disparage that 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 woman's uh twitter from four or five years ago and say oh well look at what she was wearing in 2017 or any of that bullshit. Yeah. it's like okay look at the incident that we're talking about right now and was it warranted for that person to lose their life i fucking hate the retroactive character assassination that tends yeah. to only go with black and brown folks and then on top of that the the trigger word of thug gets only used <laughs> yeah. when it, yeah, we're talking about black people um, it, it just never seems to come out when we're talking about the Dylan Roofs or the Timothy Vays or or, or the countless other non-black people that do terrible violent ugly shit those are thugs
1: Yeah, uh, you, it's, remember, it's you remember the guy who sh- you remember the guy who shot up the church? Dylan uh, Roof. Dylan Roof. Was that it? Yeah, the, yeah. Wasn't he the one that, well, that when they arrested him, they put him in a bulletproof vest, and they took him to Burger King. Yeah. On his way to the precinct. Yeah. So if you're gonna get arrested, we, why are we getting that treated? We're getting drun- guns drawn, first for either being in a neighborhood after a certain time counterfeit bills, being on your phone in your backyard, um, being at home in an argument with somebody, and then all of a sudden... Or being in your apartment...
4: In your own fucking bed. And,
1: and someone busts in thinking it's their, their apartment, they draw their gun and blow you away. Yep. Because... Uh,
2: but, <laughs> hold the on. growing Louisville. Yep. Sorry, somebody in the chat room just said something that was kind of profound. It was Clay. It was Clay. And he said <laughs> that... Basically, believe black people would never fly in America before this. Cause like, remember, I'm sorry, like, one more time? Believe black people would never fly in America before this. Remember how we have mm. believe all women? Yep. Why can't you yep. believe all black people? Yeah.
0: I, and don't get me wrong. I am not saying, no. and I don't think anybody on this cast is saying, you know, black people are always innocent. We've never no. done anything. Yeah, no. Definitely not. Nobody there's, is. There's some... Yeah, there's some pieces nope. of shit that, you know, if you pull a if you pull a gun out on an officer, I think you've committed suicide. I literally <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, <laughs> or, or you have a knife and you're wielding it. You know, you just want a funeral. You got those Ghan- Ghanese, Ghanaian
4: uh, pallbearers just yeah. sitting there waiting for you. Oh, damn. With well, well, the music coming in, me, in, the background and everything. I know, know we're we'll probably touch on a riot sooner or later, but the one thing that bugs me is how, like, you know, with the whole coronavirus, like, we have a bunch of people mad about wearing a mask and saying like, Oh, you're encroaching on my freedom, like I don't wanna stay at home and they have fucking they had their their protest, but we have motherfuckers with like AK forty sevens and shit with guns going up to like city halls with with their guns out and stuff like that. And you know, nothing fucking happened. Like there was no like there was police present, but like nobody was fucking like you so, know, doing anything crazy. But then like with black folks it's we get fucking all kind of crazy shit happening. Yes. And,
2: like, people going nuts. I'm so blue, I'm That's sorry. That's can't I, ignore
3: it this time.
2: Yeah, but I, I... Unfortunately, I have to... Yeah, I have to give a little bit of pushback on, on this. So, and, and... I hate even saying this because I'm, I'm gonna get fucking hate for it. And I already, I already... I understand motherfuckers are gonna be angry with me right now. Okay? But the fact is, the people with... That were open-carrying in all those protests, there was no looting and rioting. But... I'm going to say that at the same time, though, I understand that the looting and rioting that is happening in these cities are not peaceful protesters, okay? And yeah. I think probably one of the reasons why nobody's looting and rioting uh, at the other protests is because there's motherfucker with guns and they would fuck me, you know what I mean? So, um, can I add can I one ahead. thing? Can yeah. I add one thing to that? Feel free,
0: man. I, I, don't disagree, I don't disagree with some of that characterization, either from Blue or Chronos, but just to add further context to it, there And I mentioned this, what was it, a week or two ago? I believe it's Michigan. If not, it was another yeah. state where they, where they were having the fucking uh, quote unquote protest in the state house. And what shocked me, and I'll never get over this, is you literally have people with arm to the teeth, open carry, not pushing, physically assaulting officers on camera. I'm not imagining that, that okay. did occur. And yeah. what I've seen
2: is no rest in, for in that. In that case, yeah. Clear. Fuck, fuck them. If they, I, I didn't see that, which I'm not disputing you, I just, I just didn't see that. that that's all. But I, obviously, I didn't. I wasn't watching every single news source and, uh, I guess, video on that thing. I just saw there was no, um, there was no rioting, there's no looting. Okay. So, but if <laughs> that was happening, listen. If that was happening, I, I literally, I've watched so many fucking fucked up videos. By law enforcement, which oh, we're going to get into this in, in a minute, more than likely, um, about bad cops um, being protected. But I've literally seen people that are peaceful protesting that have been arrested for for peaceful protesting. For and it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And, and the, the thing for me that was the most egregious problem when I saw that, oh, this this really is way more systematic than I previously thought is that after uh ex-officer Chauvin got arrested, there were more than 70 officers protecting his house. More than 70 protecting his house. That is 70 people that should never, ever hold a position of power, ever. We all saw that video. And if you thought that what he did was okay... And don't get me wrong. I don't want lob to rip the guy apart. I want. I want... Uh, justice to be done through our justice system, and I want it to be done properly. But when you have 70 officers protecting a guy that murdered a man for nine minutes, that shows me that the problem was not just those four fucking guys. It's um, at this point, it's it's 79 guys in, in one city. 79 people in one city. Do you understand what I'm saying here? That is a lot of people in one city that are corrupt as fuck and they are still on the police force quote unquote protecting and serving they were not protecting and serving in front of that in front of that guy's house he's not even a police officer anymore he's not he's a normal civilian but you decided True. all all 75 of you motherfuckers decided that you know because he used to be a cop that he's good to go listen i'm gonna tell you as a us marine if if i knew any goddamn us marine that went out there and murdered somebody in cold blood like that for nine fucking minutes to me you're not a marine anymore you can go fuck yourself you know what i mean you're, you're kicked out of my group you kicked out of my goddamn team even though i don't really believe in teams but um if, if you're a marine generally speaking like we usually have the same sort of mindset but if you do some shit like some vile shit like that i you we ain't good we're not good the fact that 75 people were like, yeah, we're still good to go. I'm going to protect you. I got your I got your back. Why do you have his back? I want to see all those yeah. all every single one of them fired. Can, can I say,
0: can I get one it, It's a, oh, I'm so sorry. I know we I know we're talking over. To, no, no, no. Go ahead, no, go ahead. This is going to, This is going to be 10 seconds. Just to point out one other big thing, um Omar Jimenez, the CNN anchor that got arrested on air. Oh, that's the the and, and I I know you hear the Omar Jimenez and you think of a Latin person, uh, dark-skinned, Afro-Latino, whatever, black man, basically. That was also one of the most, and that happened in Minneapolis. That was one of the most egregious arrests I've ever fucking seen in my entire life. I'm glad he's safe. I'm glad nobody lost their life. But when we talk about Minneapolis and quote-unquote riots and whatnot and lawlessness,
2: that was some wild well, shit. Well, you know, it's funny. So, like, wait, are wait, you eating Sorry, go happen? ahead. Go ahead.
4: I was going to say, is my
2: funny, eating a lime. <laughs> He's eating an apple. <laughs> eating <need> an apple. <laughs> yeah. So when, <laughs> no, when, he, when he got arrested, guys, the, the funny part for me was that he was... This is the cognitive dis- dissonance again. I'm, I'm, I'm going to call it out when I see it. And this is another one. I, I, I don't want to talk over anybody, but I need to now because it's the, the cognitive dissonance thing that occurred with, with that guy. I forget his name. Jimenez. What's his first name? Omar Jimenez, right? Omar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Omar Jimenez. All right. I watched the video. After I watched the video... I looked at the comments and I looked at other comments. They were like, well, he didn't move. I was like, he asked, where can I go? I can hear the officer speaking. They didn't say where he could go. They just arrested him.
4: They're like, like you can go to jail.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but then also on the other side, I'm, I'm going to keep it 100 right now, okay? 100% is that um, CNN, when they uh, showed that arrest, which is fucked up. It was real fucked up. They were like, well, this, you know, this Caucasian uh, reporter didn't get arrested. But what they didn't also mention is that there was a... Everybody that was with Omar Jimenez got arrested. And his producer was Caucasian. The cameraman was Caucasian. This backup guy was Caucasian. So that was sitting in kind of skewing shit. But at the same, I'm, it's no excuse for, like, the, the bullshit that the officers did. They didn't need to arrest that guy. They didn't need to arrest any any of them. Because they, he literally asked you, Hey, I'm trying to abide by what you're saying. Tell me where to go and I'll go there. And you saying nothing and arresting him and not giving him any reason.
4: So his whole crew was arrested too? Like it wasn't the, just him, it was the cameraman yeah, and such and such. Just like everybody that was on the team for that news company, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, they did. And, yeah. they, and there were there were Caucasians. Oh. But like, I, I, I saw his producer getting pulled away and the cameraman. They were both not people of color. So. Yeah, uh, the, whole
5: whole, was, the whole Michigan oh. thing was. Uh, no, I was going to say, I saw right. another,
1: another newscaster. She was live on TV. And the police told her to back away, and before she could even respond, and this is a, yeah, a blonde awesome. white lady, the cop had a uh, he had a paintball gun, and he lit up her and her camera crew. She's screaming, "I'm getting shot! I'm getting shot!" Like, "Oh, that hurts!" And she's live, and her her uh, rest of her anchor team is like, "Hey, are you okay? What's going on?" Because she ran off camera, but she's like, "Hey, I'm you know they're using like." They're shooting me with something. I don't think she knew what it was, but yeah, clearly she has yeah. a ball gun. Pa- pa- they're yeah, paper balls. It looked, yeah, like paper balls. A paper, uh, it looked like a paintball gun because it has a no. hopper and everything. Yeah, no, it, it is it's a it's paintball still, gun yeah. that shoots paper balls. Okay, yeah, but still, um, she didn't get a chance to respond. He just open fired on her. I was like, the, wow. Dude,
3: hold on. The, the Michigan thing, yeah, that was that was.
2: Stitch, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm sidetracking you, but I'm asking you a, a legit question. Do you find it hilarious that people are, that the, that law enforcement is using uh, pepper spray and all these gases, and people are wearing masks? I find it fucking hilarious. <laughs> like everybody's
3: already wearing masks. It, <laughs> there, there's, there's so many levels to well, like craziness because it's like okay, and I. I when I'm watching, like, these protesters and stuff like that, it's just, like, the way I kind of look at things. Yeah. What what stands out to me are the people with, like, legit, like, military-grade masks and everything. I have them. It's like, <laughs> where did you get that from? And, like, it, it's just, like, I see the people with, like the regular face mask and be, and be like, yo, I'm so pissed off. I, I got to protest. I got to hit these streets. I'm going to put on my mask or whatever, and that's fine. But it's like, these people have full-on, like, sort of, riot gas masks that you know they didn't order off Amazon Prime, like, a no. couple hours ago. They've had that shit.
2: Stitch, you, like you can. Previously, so it's... No, you you can order, so the, the mask... Well, yeah, that, you can order it, but it's yeah. just like... Yeah, they're prepared. It's like, they're ready. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I've been
3: waiting for this shit, like... <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, like, like
4: right the now, I... <laughs> They're
3: like, if my time is the, the hand, Michigan...
4: on their bookcase and everything opens up and there's all this fucking rioting here. Yeah,
3: yeah the, the John Wick Walter. Yeah. The Michigan <laughs> thing was fucking crazy because it's like, okay, we, we all saw that happen within like uh, the past couple of weeks and like I said about the perfect storm, we've all been sort of in theory cooped up inside with nothing else better to do than watch TV and see what the fuck's been on. The Michigan thing where literally like like uh, um prodigy was saying with people just putting their hands and pushing law enforcement officials while these armed their face. yeah these armed militia people are just surrounding a government building was just absolutely mind-blowing to me there was that incident that happened in like nevada like maybe a couple of years ago where um there was that ranch the clive uh Cliven Bundy years, Cliven something ranch, where essentially there was sort of like a Mexican stand standoff between like law enforcement and and regular people, where just guns are pointed at law enforcement officials, and it's, and everyone's just like, we know you have your guns pointed at us, but let us talk. Like I, I don't, that I can't wrap my brain around that because normally, like you said, that's suicide by cop. That there's, I mean, for a regular dude in the street, that's suicide by cop. A regular dude that looks like us. I, and I, Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but I will say this. I've been so amazed and impressed because when I look at these protests taking place, it's like it's just a mix of people. These are not all black people out here protesting this bullshit yeah. going on. There are a shit ton of white people, Mexican, Asian, Indian all out here protesting hitting the streets and and saying Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is not a fucking a black only thing. People understand that it's not just some sort of Propaganda uh, terrorist organization. It's it's they and they understand that saying that means that you value people of colors lives as equally as non-people of colors lives, and this is bullshit.
4: Yeah, and I'm that... just saying like, you know, all right. like all this protesting is happening in different countries too. Like it's not just happening here in the U.S. Like it's around the world, over in Australia, over in uh, Brit and British. <clears throat> The UK, like all the different countries, are participating in this. So it's not just here in America where Black people are protesting. The violence that's happened against us. Um, I want to. Oh, sorry, go. Ahead.
2: Yeah. So I just real quick is like you know if you listen to previous podcast, you know I, I have lightly criticized the the Black Lives Matter movement just to be perfectly honest with you. Um, but I uh, I understand. Now the the, the, the point. Alright, so what I wasn't putting two and two together now to be perfectly honest with you is that we were asking for help. And I think that's what some people if you're in the all lives matter group, um, you need to understand that when when people are saying Black Lives Matter, they're asking for help. And I I'm trying to break it down into a smaller bite-sized morsel that you can, you know, digest is that people are asking for help because you saying all eyes matter, meanwhile you haven't really experienced the same sort of issues that people of color have experienced. You saying that all eyes matter, somebody says black lives matter, it's like, yeah, um, if you want to explain to me like the your issues, you know, growing up in America, I'll listen to you. Like tell me how bad your life has been. I'll listen to you. But then you also need to hear my story, you know? Hear my story and other people's story. In, in my story, isn't isn't that bad? But in retrospect, I've ignored shit, and I think people really just just understand that the experience of, of certain people here in America are vastly different from other Americans. And the all lives matter shit, just it it needs to stop. It, when, when I hear when I see the all lives matter thing now, what it tells me is that somebody that is willing to uh, ignore any sort of issues other than what they're having because they're like hey my life is great Everybody, everybody's life is great it's got to be great because my life is great That's what I'll, to me that's what all lives matter means at this point in time and that is not the way it is for a good portion of America and you need to educate yourself on that if you don't want to um, you know whatever I guess but what's giving me hope is like I was literally looking up like the uh, the top audible books and I think it was like six of the top ten Audible books right now, all deal with race. All. Can, can, can I, put,
0: I can I do a quick? I'm sorry to cut yeah. you off, but go ahead. If you it, got a it's look, a, it's yeah. a
2: perfect. It's a perfect
0: fucking segue. Look at that. I got the book right here. Yeah. This one is called, and I've read it. I read it two fuck, two or three years ago. When they call you a terrorist, uh, Black Lives Matter memoir. This is by the actual creators, in their own fucking words, in their in their lives. Patrice Kahn-Coolers and Asha uh, Yeah, book. I'll give it to anybody, I don't give a fuck. Hit me up on fucking online at Cthulhu's Prodigy or uh, at uh, BNFTI. Literally, if you actually give a shit and want to read and educate yourself, listen to them for for themselves. I'll give you a whole bunch of fucking book recommendations if you actually give a shit and care. But this is one of them as a quick fucking book plug when they call you a terrorist is literally from yeah. the founders.
2: I, I want to listen to exactly. The, and, White fragility is uh, one I want to listen to because that's like that's n- number one audible right now. I'm just like, whoa, yep. <laughs> like for real. Like now nah, I'm interested. You know, I'm listening. I listen okay. to books, but I like sci-fi books and shit. You know, so. Yeah
3: people really do try to distract the actual like what the actual words are saying by saying like black lives matter people be like oh well did you go to their website and you're seeing how they want to do this and do that and like defund the police and overthrow the government and stuff like that i'm like i'm not i'm, I'm not that in that deep into it but it's just as simple as is me saying power to the people right. is, is just saying is, is saying black lives do matter because for so long and
5: this day. I just feel
3: like sort of naive. I feel like even naive saying like for so long or whatever is a, is a thirty nine year old male or whatever because our our parents have gone through much more crazier shit Thank and you. our grandparents have gone through much more crazier shit yeah. than this this minuscule shit that we were going on or, or dealing with or whatever. and I, I don't want to like disrespect that that they the stuff that they're going through it. but it's just like, I want people to know that, and they need to realize that in this whole term of equality, you need to recognize that Black lives do matter, and there it seems to be a organization or shadow forces saying that they don't. <laughs> and it's something yeah. that we need to we need to recognize before. And I I want to just sort of give a, a teaser before we transition into Trump or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um. I want to make sure, because uh, some people might might not want to listen to what we gotta say about Trump or whatever. But <laughs> in terms of each each one of you guys, because I've had and, and the really cool part about this, along with other seeing like other white people approaches, I've had people message me, give me phone calls and stuff like that about like, yo, how do I feel about this or what are your thoughts on this and like tell. They wanna actually listen and hear what it is yep. that we have to say. Yep. And I encourage people to do that. Have those, I don't want to even say like uncomfortable conversations because if they're your friend and if you are actually genuinely going to them, asking them like their opinion or listening to their stories, it's not an awkward conversation or it's not an uncomfortable conversation. you, you It's you showing empathy for something that they've gone through that you might not have any fucking clue about. And it's no fault of yours and if you are a black person listening to this, don't make those people feel fucking guilty for not being aware of the struggle or your personal life stories that you have gone through. Listen to them, answer their questions as respectfully and don't like talk down to them about stuff because they are they are being humble about what it is that they do not know. Thank you. So, have those have those conversations with people. But the the question that that uh people have asked me during those conversations is like where do we go from here? And they'll ask me like, how, what, how do we get better? And that is something that like I've been thinking about before I even ha- had the question asked to me. And I'm gonna let you guys jump in because initially when it was asked me, I was like, I don't even fucking know right now or whatever, cause that, <laughs> that's, that's deep. And you gotta give me a second to think about it. But, but go ahead, when people ask you guys, uh, and you touched about it, especially Kronos on, uh, when I guess KMAC was when KMAC was um, uh, just ha- seeing everything going on around her and asking your thoughts on it and and asking in depth stuff with you about it. But when other people ask their their black friends, how do we get better from here? What do we do? What can I do? What are your answers to them?
2: Yeah. So I mean, one of the main things is like actually have a conversation with your uh, your person of the the person of color that you're that you're speaking to. Ask them what was your experience in america growing up i think that that for me is the the very first step for most people to like it because you need to they need to empathize with you and i think that most caucasians here in america they assume that their experience in america is everybody's experience in america and i i can't fault them for thinking like that because it's this is just the way that america is designed But we're we're gonna smash down these walls, We're we're gonna we're gonna start showing you, at least start starting with me. I'm gonna show you exactly what I went through as a person of color here in America, and like the bullshit. And I'm gonna do a certain episode that has to do with internal racism, with uh, my upbringing and the shit that I went through um, as an African American boy, and. It's going to be a very difficult podcast for me to do, and I don't know how long it's going to take for me to do it, because I need to be emotionally, pre- emotionally prepared to do it, but it's going to be probably the realest shit that most people have ever heard, and you're you're yeah. probably not prepared to hear it, because it, it's <laughs> real fucked up, and I, I think Prodigy knows what I'm talking about, because he knows I what do. happened, me, so he knows part of what happened, actually mostly, what I went through when I was a kid, and it's fucked up, um, yeah. I think that that is one of the first steps. Uh, Other steps is realizing that... Just think about the way that you view people of color. When you see a story of somebody that... um, Like, this is a perfect example. Like, I I gave it earlier today. um, With George Floyd. If, when he got arrested and they said that he was uh, arrested for forgery... Did you automatically assume that he actually forged something? Did you automatically assume that he... Um... Gave a, tw- a fraudulent twenty-dollar bill to somebody on purpose. If that's what you thought immediately when you heard this story, then there is some racism within you. It's there. Just recognize that. I think that is a good first step. And I think we need to st- we need to do this in in incremental steps. All right, because if we if we if we un if we pull the the wool away from everybody's eyes right away, they're not going to be prepared. Like. Prodigy that he shared a bunch of Twitter stories earlier today, and it's it hilarious because I noticed how nobody fucking nobody really responded to it. I I responded to it, and it's about <laughs> how historically what has happened to African Americans, you know, here in America, about how they how they killed us and skinned us, how they well basically uh, they skinned us alive, how they stole go, our hair and used it for filling and pillows, how they hung us, how they made. Sons raped their mothers, how they yep. had animals destroy our bodies. All these things are are in American history. And that, that's a small taste of the horrific events that have happened here in America. And I understand yep. that most Americans are not comfortable hearing it. But guess what? It was real fucking uncomfortable if you went through it. All right? And it was real fucking uncomfortable if your parents lived through a time where they went through it and they thought that they fucking won. And now, you know, 40 plus years after they thought they won, we're going through the same fucking bullshit. Could you imagine if the Holocaust happened and then all of a sudden in 2020, they're still killing Jews? Could you
3: imagine that shit? Yep. Yep. Just even think about it like this. And it, it, it was something that was put like I in something I heard that was really very simplistic. It's just like your name is is a black African American is not your real fucking name. Like in terms of your like your last name. That is something that you were just yeah. branded as and everything. What like most people can go back in their history and find out their their lineage and their, their family name and, and go back to this, that, whatever. Like, but you just go back with with African Americans, it it is what you were branded as because you were a piece of property. Yeah. yeah. So when you when you were started off at day fucking one, and and when it hit me, I just literally I look at I look at my daughter Storm, and I'm just like, holy fucking shit! Like we're really? all fucking thirty nine forties and and everything, but it's just like you had that light bulb moment, you're like, I, yeah, like it it was from from day 1 and I've never even played the video game the stick of truth where it's like when you <laughs> when you want to do the level of difficulty yeah that is so yep. fucking on point yeah. so on point but exactly what it about is
4: pain. that yeah.
3: god well,
4: it it's crazy too because like if you like I did the the whole 23 and me and they do the whole bloodline Litter, uh lean litter. 23 so and yeah. You come from. yeah yeah and like you know when it came to like my black side, it just says like, oh, you came from West Africa. Like, it didn't go down further, but like, with my other literature it showed like, oh yeah, like part of you from this part of from uh, from Ireland or something like that, where this and this happened. Like, they didn't. It doesn't give you any fucking details because there's no fucking details out there because a lot of our our ancestors were fucking stolen from their own fucking country. So it's like nobody knows where the fuck anybody's really from, and it's fucking hard. So, so- Mm-hmm. Pro- prodigy ju-
3: jump in and, and old ninja jump in on that what what is it that you think people need to help do to get better help this yeah progress you know what Pro- let, let old
0: ninja get in first and then i'll jump in after him. go ahead old ninja are you there
2: i'll his yeah i'm here
1: yeah i'm here i'm just it's it's a very very broad and open-ended question i feel like that conversation would take like the span of several days you know to try to empathize and find out just the inner workings of being a not just black but a minority in the u.s because you are looked at differently both personally and professionally and you're looked at differently from a society as a whole and it's kind of hard to sometimes um relay that to people that have not had the similar experience to you as you it's kind of hard it's like you have to it's like you're um Alice in Alice in Wonderland, right? And you go to the Wonderland and try to explain Wonderland to someone who's never been there before but you're Alice. How do you explain Wonderland and all of its craziness to someone who's never been there before? It's not really that easy,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. It's,
1: I don't know. I, I think it's something that, like, I think Stitch already touched on the main points. Like, you need to, if you're going to have an active conversation, you both you both need to listen. And it can't be like a competition, like, well, this doesn't happen to you, but it happens to me type of thing. You just need to share your own personal experience. Don't try to make it like some kind of pity party. And don't try to make it like, a, um, like you're trying to out. I don't know. Out, kind of out.
3: Um, out grievance. The other person. The oppression. Yeah, the oppression out
1: Olympics grievance. is what I like to call yeah. it.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah Just, no.
1: I mean, the the best thing you can ever do is bring forth the truth, because as I say, the truth will light the way. I like that. that's what I got.
0: Yeah, and, and and I'm sorry. The question, the question really is centered around uh, the conversation with people asking, "What can I do to help?" Right. Yeah. Just to be clear. What can I do? What
3: what can we do to make it better?
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. I've had these questions, uh, especially this past week, a lot of people slid in the DMs, not with dick pics, but with these, these types of questions. And, um, (laughs) uh, what I have been saying is here's more fucking books. Here's more, here's more movies and documentaries that can help have a more informed conversation. You know, I mentioned some of them on the air already here, but um, I think that that can help. In addition to that, trying to speak out and fight as much as you possibly can, even if it's just doing some shit posting and tweeting or donating, to help have things more level and equal when it comes to whether it's law enforcement or whether it's um, uh, the actual voting rights or, or whether it's the stuff with probation trying to have a more level playing field and being aware that it is not the same. People are not yeah. treated exactly identical. I'm not ever treated like Martha Stewart by, any, by anybody. You know what I mean? And some of that has to class too. But being able to say, things are not hunky-dory right now. Here's more education. Here's more things to read. Here's more books. And then let's try to inform others about how we can slowly Dig ourselves out of this pitfall and get to a place where, uh, whether you're a kid, a white kid born in Appalachian into poverty, or someone, you know, living in Bel Air with the fresh friends, you can <laughs> have the same opportunity to thrive in America. That's, that's what I try to do.
2: That's that's good. Um, Stitch, let me ask you a question because.
4: Wait, I didn't get a chance to the, the voice. Oh, but... sure, you didn't? I'm sorry. Go no. ahead. No. Um, so for me, like, It's hard to say, like, the best, like, the way we can change, I would say, like, we need to have some kind of governance inside the police force where, you know, police officers are are accountable for, like, taking somebody's life, but, you know, the media needs to change as well. Like, we need to show how, you know, how white people are treated when it comes to certain things, but, like, you know, informing people about, like, how, like, you know, how black people are kind of oppressed and how things are held back from us or how you know certain like they make people need to see like what's happening with us like you know we go into a store and we're we're being followed around the store like stuff like that like people need to see like this stuff is actually happening. and like even though you know it's been years since like the whole civil rights movement like the stuff still fucking happens like i even now like when i go into stores like you know i can be followed around and i don't look like somebody who would steal something but you know that that notion is still like on the back, in the back of my mind. Like, you know, <clears throat> at like Safeway, you know how they, they have the self checkouts. And like, you know, you, you bring up your stuff and you, like, there's always somebody like standing there, like, watching you and always have a feeling like they're going to, and it, actually that has happened. They, in fact, they have stopped me and make sure that like, you know, I run up everything. And it's like, dude, I got fucking money. I, Like, I know how to pay for my shit. But, you know, I think in the long run, like, sad to say, I think a few generations of people are going to have to fucking like, die for a lot of this stuff to go away because you know we still have people with that that old mentality of like you know black people are thugs they're gonna fucking rob shoot do drugs they're no good they're no good for nothing And like it's gonna it's gonna take a lot a long fucking time and a lot of change and like you know it's already been 80 years since the civil right movement and like the shit still fucking happened so it's really fucking hard to say like if there if there is ever is going
2: to be any change. To be honest. Yeah, right. I agree man. Oh, and I I actually have a question for Stitch cuz this is something that um it's kind of unique to me and him. So we we are both of our significant others are, are Caucasian. So have you have you had like Ooh. difficult conversations over the past week or so?
3: Yes. Um it's it's been oh man <laughs> at first it was i mean well it's important i mean i obviously i mean same thing with blue blues got a Hisp- well, hispanic uh girlfriend and wife sorry my bad uh, um <laughs> so these are these are things that do need to be talked about and i sort of had the eye-opening thing and i don't I don't want to put like her business out there completely but it's just like growing up in california like all of us did or whatever we we are used to civil unrest um when i mean in, only in california where we riot not rally i mean that's, that's <laughs> in california that's a that's california love or whatever i mean that, that's what it is or whatever we're, we're used to it just how people maybe in Nebraska are used to tornadoes and shit like that. We're used to people in the streets or whatever, and when they're pissed off about something, they're gonna let you know you're pissed off about it. Where it got a little bit close to home with with Lila or whatever is because she works uh, in one of these major cities and we're all working from home, but her place of work, they're outside of it and they're graffitiing it and doing all kinds of damage. So. It's it's mind blowing to her, and that's no fault of it. It's it's not her being naive to it or anything like that. But it's just when you're when you're in certain places, it doesn't hit home to you. Like I mean, if, if I grew up living in in fucking uh, North Carolina or whatever, I have no concept of what it is to li- to be down the road from a, a riot or what what is perceived to be civil unrest. And, and like we've talked about before, America's had a, a history of civil unrest and riots, and et cetera, et cetera. We all, for the, for the most part, I believe we were all in California, not in LA proper during the Rodney King riots. Oh, yeah. So we, yeah, we remember w- with that and where I'm sort of starting to change my team because at first I told Lila, I was like, dude, this, this ain't no big thing or whatever, I've seen this movie before I know how it plays out. It happened in '92. <laughs> blah 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 blah. I ain't even. I ain't even stressing about this or whatever. Um, but for somebody who's never been there before, it reminded me of my first time when I experienced my first fucking hurricane. My first hurricane was Katrina or whatever. Jesus. So, so yeah. So it's like welcome <laughs> to the big leagues or whatever. And like a lot of people were just like, oh, it's no big deal, or whatever. But it's it's something. It was something new to me, and I I couldn't grasp any concept of it. But to tie it back to your question. Uh she's yeah, she's had a lot of questions because she's been outraged. Well, she was she had a lot of questions why I didn't really care too much about the the looting and the rioting
2: aspect <laughs> yeah, of it. Yeah, because we've seen it before. And
3: I'm just like yeah, I'm like I've seen it before. I'm like it it it's no big deal to me. Um and actually one day we called my mom on put her on speakerphone just so we could have some sort of historical uh sort of wrap around about everything that was going on but um we've had a lot of interesting conversations because a lot of stuff that i presumed that she knew or should know she didn't know and i, I don't want to if she's listening um i don't want to make it seem like i'm talking down to her or that the echo thing is missing i can't uh hear when i hear my, my own voice talking but there we go when, um thank you when She's asking me some of these questions. I need to remind myself. She just doesn't know because yeah. it's no fault of it. it is that of hers. Like, I mean, and there's some stuff about Black History that I don't fucking know or whatever. I Same mean, way. like with the yeah. whole Black Wall Street stuff. We talked about it. I had no idea about Black Wall Street, and as oh, much that as it is, isn't
4: just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, I, I believe I mentioned that. I had no fucking idea about it because it. We just some some stuff gets glossed over in Black History. And we, I take a lot of pride being from California and having that inclusive relationship with all kinds of cultures, backgrounds, and diversity. Some stuff you can't cover at all in a school year. So I, I missed over some of that and I don't understand some of the historical um, points of that. And especially for somebody who lived out of state and just came here or doesn't know what it's like to be black or a person of color, um, they have questions. And so I can't be frustrated or mad or, or be like, what, what, "What are you talking about? Why are you so pissed that they're breaking the windows at, at Target?" Like, I, I need to like pause my like, out, I need to, and you just need to like pump the brakes and look at yourself, be like, yo, uh, Stitch, calm down, or whatever." Because <laughs> when I'm when I'm saying that her or that like, I don't give a fuck about Target right now. I don't
5: give a fuck yeah. about
3: Walgreens or CVS, <laughs> and like and like they're like, "Yo, oh my God." so this, this building is, is on fire and it's burning. I'm like, is anybody inside? Like, okay, well, <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> and like, it sounds cold and callous. And I'm, I'm sorry, if that's just me, but i just they got like, insurance, I value. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, they're gonna pay for it. If and, and like, the, well, if it's a small business, I'm like, well, I hope that they have insurance. But that's a risk when you when you buy and own a business. With, if the little coffee shop down on the corner of first street and in North Livermore Avenue is burned down to the ground it sucks because I really love their coffee but they'll they can rebuild it they're not gonna die over a twenty dollar bill essentially mm-hmm. and what I've done for myself and is I'm sort of kind of we' we're, we're just gonna have conversations and we're gonna start watching like movies and historical events because I would just like sort of ask. Cause everybody knows martin luther king racist <laughs> racist love martin luther king let let that sink in racists love to quote martin luther king or whatever yeah, i saw it like I, did, is, I did
2: a whole like multiple minutes on this shit about yes. them misrepresenting what the fuck he was talking about
3: yeah oh yeah to fit their own needs or whatever yeah. just like they do with the, with the
4: bible but that's a whole different discussion for a whole different day oh um, it's
3: funny because like my, it, intro,
4: my intro for the podcast was going to be like y'all guys love bringing up martin luther king about being a pre peaceful protest you motherfuckers killed him yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes
3: yes but um what what we have decided to do in, and i just sort of i just told her i was like i wanted you to think i'm like talking down on you but i'm just going to just ask you like just some questions so i know where we can begin these discussions or whatever so i'm, I'm like i'm like don't get don't give me like a full background or book report just like what do you know about Martin Luther King. What do you know about Rosa Parks? What do you know about Malcolm X, Emmett Till, uh, George Washington Carver, uh, the Montgomery bus boycotts, and just like sort of things in back in Black history that we kind of maybe assume that other people know. A lot of people don't have any idea, or they have like very limited idea in terms of and. I, maybe I'll get some grief later on, but like when I brought up the topic of like Rosa Parks or whatever, I was like, oh, so what do you know about She's like, uh, bus boycotts and they beat her cause she was sitting in the bed. And I was like, and I was just like, Am I, I'm like, no. And I'm like, that's no fault of her for not knowing because yeah. maybe they didn't talk about it in, in her school or they, they just blocked over it like for a 10 minute period before recess they're like oh bus boycott or whatever most people don't have any idea how long the bus boycott lasted they assume that thing and then, the crazy thing is that they assume that entire thing was just peaceful that white people were just cool with us not taking
4: yeah no we
3: laugh we're, we're laughing about this but no real we'll talk people don't know i'm about not the laughing shit. i'm not laughing i, I, I literally know. i pulled it up because i was oh, like yeah. it was over a year so i pulled it up and everything and um they don't know. I, I read the
2: Wikipedia. They, they don't know that she even fucking moved out of her seat. They don't know that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I I had to break down the the like how how it worked because I was kind of confused and I was like I was like I know if there were no one on the bus you could give it up but I was like I was like let me look it up so I make sure I have it right. And mm-hmm. then I as I'm going down just a plain old Wikipedia thing it was just like yeah the day after that it happened somebody came to Martin Luther King's door and shot through the front door with a motherfucking shotgun. Somebody took sniper shots at Rosa Parks. Uh, they they were hit. They were shoot. They were just shooting at people walking. It was just be like, oh, the black nanny who was not getting like the people that is taking care of your kids as a white American or whatever. You wouldn't even have the decency to give them a ride home back to their their fucking home that they lived in. He's like, all right, I'll see you later, fucking or Sally. whatever. And you would just let your your help walk all the way home on the bad side of town. And whatever happened to her, whatever happened to her while she was walking home, that was just part of the game. Or whatever. People, teenage white kids were just throwing eggs or throwing liquids on her or whatever. It was just, it just is what it was. People weren't just getting, oh, there's a black lady that's just not taking the bus or whatever. No, they were fucking throwing shit, calling her names and and just belittling and doing all kinds of violent shit to her while she was protesting nonviolent. So miss me with that motherfucking talk about how. People were being nonviolent, and nonviolent was the way. Even when we yeah. were doing nonviolent shit, y'all were doing violent shit to us. Thank but you. yeah, we've had that conversation, and we are we are sort of going through. And each day, we're going to discuss something, watch something on TV or a movie, and I'm just going to answer our questions honestly because it's important, especially as a as now a, a new father of a biracial kid who. My my kid won't darken up. I put her in the sun; she looks light like as <laughs> fuck. I Hold can't on. do anything about Hold it. I'm told I
2: gotta live with Can, can so I give you some small hope? I, s- sure I that- can
3: give <laughs> you some small hope.
2: So Riley was super light for like a, a like couple of like maybe a month or so, but your kids are really mm-hmm. older than that. But she was like she had straight hair and was super light skin for like at least a month, and then all of a sudden everything changed. But yeah, her her, her yeah. hair was, yeah, was my, straight for a while.
3: My sister was like, like, I was, I wasn't even worried because my sister is crazy light-skinned, same, same complexion as Storm, but my sister officially, like, darkened out after, like, three months. Yeah, it's like, Storm, takes because of, of this motherfucking quarantine. Oh, she's can't get outside. Can't <laughs> get no sun. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just like, God damn it, or whatever. So, it, I, it's like, when she does have questions about stuff, and let's say I'm not around, not because, like, something morbid's gonna happen to me, but if, I if let's say Storm comes home from, from school one day, and people... Someone made a joke saying, oh, you need to get to the back of the bus because you're black or whatever. I need to make sure that if I'm not there, her mother can explain to her in detail what those motherfuckers meant when they said that and then give some historical context behind it and everything because we need to educate future generations on this shit. And so it's something that we both decided just humbly that we're going to work on together as a, as a couple.
2: I'm, I'm glad you said that. You Yeah, you basically said what... I wanted to hear pretty much so thank you. Um yeah, me and k we had I mean it was like last week. She was in tears on the couch and I was just like, "What the fuck?" And she was like, "When did you have the talk?" And I was just like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" I you're was like, like, you're like but you're like
3: when a when a mama
1: bear loves a papa bear. It, uh, see,
3: it's, <laughs> I don't I don't mean to interrupt your story, but I, it's like it's, it's always that that weird question like I, for me, Lilo asked me, "When was the first time someone called you the N word?" And I was like, "Oh, well, Huh?" Yeah, I was like, <laughs> not prepared. I was confused, and I was not like, I, I, "I don't know <laughs> but it's happening."
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, it, yeah, that caught me all by all off guard, and like the fact that that she didn't know about that. But I just this this is the problem. All right, this this is part of the problem. Okay, is that people don't understand that there's a thing called the talk, and then once she realized <laughs> that there was a thing called the talk, she was just like. Her, I think her, her version of America, like her, her picture of America kind of shattered. If y'all didn't mm. know, if you listen to this podcast, because there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast that are not of African descent, are, are, not, yeah, are not minority. So listen, right. there's a talk that pretty much every African-American child has, I'm sorry, every African-American parent has with their children about how they're probably going to get treated when they grow up and the fact that basically you're going to you're going to probably be a second class citizen for the rest of your fucking life
4: and, and break down the rules yeah. for being black
2: like what you what you what you should and should not do especially around caucasians all right mm-hmm. and she didn't know that caucasians
3: in power as well
2: yeah yep. yeah like how to basically prostrate yourself to uh, law enforcement and she didn't know anything about that and i was just like well Ooh. Yeah, talks have happened, and then when she had to realize that that she had to give, or we had to give, this same talk to our daughter, like, it hit her fucking hard, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was like, damn, you know, and you know, I think that the problem is, and this is gonna be a controversial statement, but please, when I say this, don't stop listening, hear me out, okay? I think the problem in America is Black History Month. Okay, I said it. Hear me out. (laughs) We, if you listen to this podcast, we we already talked about the the key players. You know, we talked about Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, you know, Rosa Parks, blah, 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 You all heard of them, of course. A lifter. Because you heard about them during Black History Month. (laughs) That's the reason why you know about them. What you don't know is all the slew of other African Americans that are out there because we are relegated to one fucking month. All right, our our history is American history, and it, it needs to be taught with the rest of American history. When you don't hear about, uh, I forget the guy's first name, but Carver, the guy who the peanut butter guy and all this other stuff, George Washington George, George, and There we go. Okay. Sorry, I've been drinking, y'all. All right, but when you don't hear about him alongside of other Caucasian inventors, that's a fucking problem. when you don't hear about the the guy that invented the stoplight. I'm sorry, I've been drinking. All right, I'm gonna fuck oh, part um, of this up. Um, I, uh, I think
1: his name's is Jan. Uh, I gotta, I'll gotta. i give it yeah. to you. Keep going. There's I all, got, all kinds the of... It.
2: The guy that invented the Super Soaker, the guy that invented... Um, there's all kinds of shit that af- African-American inventors invented, but you don't hear about it because I have to cram in these certain African-Americans in one fucking month. If you can just teach our history alongside of the rest of American history and the history of Asian-Americans... And Hispanic Americans and not only teach just Caucasian American history for the rest of the fucking years besides one month, that'll be a fucking good start for the vast majority of Americans so they can understand that what we went through and that we are also part of your history, I think it's a problem. So I, I didn't... I, heard, I listened to this from um, the guy that... Um, the African American guy who um, basically converted a whole bunch of Clansman, I forget his name. Yeah, he was on the
4: Joe Rogan show. Yeah,
2: this is why I should write shit down because I wasn't expecting to say this. I I I, used to write shit down, Um, but he broke down why we shouldn't be having. Uh,
4: Daryl Davis, right? There we
2: go, Daryl Davis. That's his name. Um, And the guy who did the stoplight is Garrett Morgan. Thank you very much. This is why we're a team. (laughs) This is awesome. (laughs) But yeah, we're 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 silencing other uh, prominent and important people of color voices because we're relegating them to one month for whatever. And even women as well. We have a women's month, you know, where there's other women that that invented stuff and that that are very prominent women, but we relegate them to a month. Like, why are we doing that? We need to to just teach it throughout all of the year so that that way, when the month is done, you don't fucking forget about them. Because when when you teach, you know, African-American history during Black History Month, and, you know, you have it in February and then March comes around, you know, and you don't, you, it's not reinforced that there are more people like them that contributed positively to American society. You're going to forget about it. You know, and that's, anything is like that. Like, can you imagine doing, like, how can I equate this to, like, like, math? Could you imagine doing, like, algebra but you're only focused on like fractions, actually, uh, for like a week, yeah, you know that that's the equivalency. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, here you, you got fractions for a week, but the rest of the year we're gonna teach all this other bull, this other shit that's it's it's important too, but yeah, so are fucking fractions. you know, you should probably reinforce fractions too. you know it's yeah. like it's come on, and I, I think that well, we're doing a disservice yeah. to our education system. It's, it's fucking bullshit,
4: yeah, like even even like I took Black History Month in college and we didn't touch, I don't remember at all, ever talking about the whole Black Wall Street thing. We didn't yeah. talk about any like black inventors. We just talked about like, like civil rights. Like we talked about how we try to change our lives to make it better, but we're not, we didn't talk about people who were like making the world a better place or going into more details about like, you know, like for example, like Rosa Park or even like the bus strike. I don't remember even talking about that. Like how like, you know, the strike lasted for a, a year, and, like, the bus system was going bankrupt because mainly black people were taking the bus. So it's, like, there's, there's shit out there that, you know, they're, they're just not really teaching people. Well, I, I, I can and tell you.
2: you I, I, sorry. What, I was what, say, go
4: ahead, man. But okay. I, did, I did read the book fucking Roots. Like, I, I know that fucking book, in and out <laughs> Which is it's somewhat factional fictional, but, you know, it is based on somewhat of a true story.
1: Wait, uh, blue, you said in college or in high school? In college. That was weird. Cause my my experience Denver, was, Denver. Oh. See, I took a year long course
4: yeah, at uh, go Florida San
1: Jose State. No, mine was a year long and we went through a lot of a lot of history, a lot of stuff. We had to write papers. We went through a bunch, and it was taught by an African American professor. And we went through a bunch. We went through african involvement in the revolutionary war because everyone yep. kept talking yep. about how there were no black people in the revolutionary war yeah. he was like oh that's what you thought nope 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 he brought up,
5: <laughs> he, we, up.
1: we went through so we had our our
5: yeah our
1: our textbook was a a book called before the mayflower
2: yes and, yes
1: yeah and we went through that literally page by fucking page and it was like we had to write a book on we had to write a paper on that we had to write a paper on malcolm x's autobiography and then we had to find someone who was part of the reconstruction era and write mm-hmm. a paper on that too so and, and, and it was like it was like super super like um intense and like literally the very first day of class the professor said just because you're black does not mean you get a a free pass. You're going to do the work. If you don't do the work, you are not passing. And so on I, top of that, he also said that you need to encourage your white friends to take this
3: course. I that went point, to yeah. Louisiana University of Louisiana. Uh core uh, sorry, Old Ninja went to San Jose State, but I know you prodigy went to an HBCU. Southern University in Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Wait, what? I
1: went my so my freshman year was at Morris Brown College.
3: Yep. yep. Okay. Okay. Um, was st- and I, was stuff taught taught differently there in terms of like Black history or whatever? I mean, that's a whole different topic for a different day about everything that happens at HBCU compared to like regular other colleges. But in terms of like history. Oh. Uh yeah, quick,
0: short answer, yes, uh, more detailed, although it's just regular classes, so there's it's n- certainly not mandatory per se, um, you know, but if you are taking certain electives depending on your major, yes, you can get deep into um, some African American or just African diaspora history classes. That is a yes. Quick shout out to Mama Prodigy, who is a English teacher. Mama Prodigy made sure that uh my young black ass was reading <laughs> so many fucking history black history books they were coming out of my fucking ears i was rolling my eyes i'm doing the same goddamn thing with my kids now they can't stand me for it i'm also making them watch shit that they don't want to watch and gives them nightmares like the selma stuff things with the clan in it things about the civil war there is a responsibility with parents that I want to see I know we got I got two other parents on the show there's a responsibility with parents that has to be part of the conversation the school is not going to educate your child properly on history it's never going to fucking happen you yes. got to as a parent make that motherfucker read till they hate you
3: yes I'm glad you brought that up um just as a teaser hopefully I will be and I, I love that because I didn't know how I would address uh, Mama Prodigy, but I love that name, or whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> I pl- I hope hopefully tomorrow I plan on interviewing Mama Prodigy uh, about her experiences in the civil rights era and stuff like that. So um, I don't think, and I, I I thought about it, I'm like, it'd be an amazing field trip to get uh, Lilo to hear firsthand and witness that. But I, she'll probably have to, to watch storm. But I cannot wait to ask her so many questions, because Mama Prodigy will spoon feed you that castor oil, whether you like it or not, or whatever, and you you go and taste it, you go and drink it, and when you think you're full, here's another spoonful, and you're gonna <laughs> take it. Real real quick teaser for that. Her, my
0: grandfather, her dad, uh, he passed away like a couple years ago, 2018, maybe 2019. That house is walking distance, you can throw a fucking football, to Rosa Parks' former house, family, friends, and whatnot. And when I was back there for the funeral, all the stories were about how Rosa Parks was like as a human being in her the same
2: age as we were. So are you talking about family?
3: Yeah. 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 So I'm going to really try to figure out a way, because I really want Lilo to hear that interview Live in person and anything, and and to see if we can make that happen for uh so, for tomorrow and everything. So, you know what's weird? Sorry,
4: just a, kind of a sidebar, real quick. Sorry, since we mentioned Rose of <laughs> Park, something. This is why we need like better education on Black History Month because so when Barbie released the Rose of Park Barbie doll, when I saw it, I was super fucking offended because Rose of Park was light skinned, it and I thought to myself, I'm like. It's it's is Rosa Parks light skinned or is she is she dark? I always thought she was dark. I thought she was dark dark. And I went and looked at a picture of her, and I was like, dude, I felt like I was in like a parallel universe. It's like everything I thought I knew about Rosa Parks, that shit was just out the window. So she wasn't like a like a a, a traditional looking black lady. She was like she was a red bone basically. Well, this and
2: like, this is the weird thing is that, that
4: sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying like it it. It really doesn't matter the, the shade of your skin, like if you are of black descent, you were hated on back then and it it still kinda goes on now. Yeah, well
2: and it's weird the fact that they needed to darken her skin up to make it seem more acceptable in in the history books. Yep. Like yeah, that exactly. that shit is is real fucked up. So the one thing that I've been realizing lately, so you know, me and Prodigy were related. Um, if y'all didn't know. Um we're we're cousins.
0: Now now you're playing mini.
5: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but um, if y'all didn't know, uh, at least on my side, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Project because I actually don't know the answer to this question. I'm gonna ask him. Mm-hmm. So on my side, my my biological father and my mom were both in the Black Panthers. So I have like a whole mm-hmm. history of civil rights stuff that um, I thought it was done. I was like, yeah, we fucking won. And what I'm realizing now <laughs> is that like this these recent events have woken up like it's like my parents left seeds within me to start fighting and that's why you're getting all of these videos now because i think that there was something that was always there inside of me to like fight this sort of injustice that is just laid dormant for so long and now it's waking up so my, my, my question to prodigy is was was your mom also part of the civil rights because i honestly don't know was she part of the civil rights movement was she also in the black parents with, with my mom
3: you go ruin my interview. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm not sure. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Stay,
4: stay tuned for that answer. Yeah. I,
0: I'm going to say this. I'll, I'll wait for Mama Prodigy to go into more detail because there may be some things I learned about my mom. I know for civil rights, yes, in in Alabama. Yeah. But, but what's funny about what you mentioned, uh, Kronos, I associate Panther... Association and affiliation with my father,
2: ah, okay. who, who,
0: yeah, who yeah. grew up in Richmond,
2: yeah, you know, well, and I obviously that's
0: yeah. right, right down from Oakland, yeah, and had lived in Oakland for plenty of, you know, plenty of years in his in his day, and he was the one that was always telling me the Panther stories, and and uh, to use a a, a lo- give a shout out to a local uh, bookshop. We would go in as a kid to Marcus's Bookstore, the oldest independent black owned bookstore in the fucking country. And we'd hear more stories about the Panthers and whatnot. So and I heard that as a kid and it was just amazing. But I associate Panthers more with my dad and with my mom more Montgomery, Rosa Parks, Civil Rights, MLK.
3: Well, I think this is Is where where we where we saw Rosa Parks at back in the day. Yeah, yeah, actually, yes, yes, yes! I okay, forgot about okay. that. Yeah.
2: Well, what's crazy is that yeah. what, what makes me the most infuriated about this whole thing is that, you know, my mom, who isn't, I mean, she's still alive, but she is not in condition to really understand what's going on. And my dad passed away, Prodigy's dad passed away, um, yep. and I, was, both our dads died, likely assuming that what, what they did in their past made a, a giant change in America you know and yeah. that they they left a life a better life for their kids and what's infuriating for me at least I don't know if you feel the same kind of rage prodigy but the fact that our both of our fathers died not knowing that they essentially failed you know what I mean mm. but it's it's not their fault i'm not I'm not putting it on them obviously well, huh. they were they were America lied to them. In that whole generation in thinking that that they won and that they were equal, that, we're, that we are equal. The, the children of those people that fought for those rights, bled for those rights, died for those rights. They let them believe that they won and that their children's futures were going to be better. And it is, it is clearly not the case. And that that hurts part of my soul. I mean, really? To like yep. watch my parents' dreams dying on TV in front of me and people to be so dismissive about that shit, that fucking all eyes matter nonsense. When, yep. what, did you fight for your all eyes matter? Have you? Did your parents fight for your all eyes matter? Did they? Are, are you going through the same shit, you know, that, that people of color are? You're not. And it, if, if you, there, there's no way you are. I mean, and don't get me wrong, I'm not dismissing the fact that, that Caucasians don't have fucking problems. I get it. If you're poor, if you live in a fucking trailer park, if you're addicted to fucking certain to, to drugs, all that shit, I got you. But you know what you don't understand? Is that you can still walk into a store and still not be looked at weird unless you're really fucked up. You know, unless you look yeah, really yeah. fucked up, then yeah. I, you know, but you yeah, fucked up. If
1: you, if you walk into
2: uh, the store and start singing and puking
1: all over the, the floor, people going to look at you.
2: Yeah. yeah. But if, yeah. but if, <laughs> if, if I, as an African-American man that has made a decent amount of money, you know what I mean? I'm not living in fucking poverty. I'm in up, the upper middle. I've been, I've been in the capitalist class. Google it. If you want yeah. to, that's where I, that's yeah. <laughs> how much money I used to make. I used to be in the capitalist class. If me being the capitalist, cl- capitalist class and then walking in a liquor store, if if somebody still looks at me everywhere that I go, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. That's what everybody is talking about. Okay? So just understand that shit.
0: Can I... I do want to get to Trump in just in one second. I just want to piggyback one last quick thing. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I know we're going all, all over the place. Yeah, we are. But I don't care if we go
2: long. I'll break it up.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're going to go long. Fuck it. Um, But the thing I don't even have work tomorrow. But the thing that the thing that's actually fascinating to me is that I always looked at time like in the 50s, 60s, 70s as being so long ago. Yeah. But now that I'm older, I look at it as much more recent. You know, maybe it's with kids, maybe it's with getting older myself. But even things that I heard growing up like, oh, you know, they don't allow at least within my family. I'm not saying this was in the media or whatever, but. My fa- my parents would tell me, oh, they didn't allow you know they didn't allow black people to, to live in Castro Valley or San Leandro yeah. or or, the, or these well, yeah. or we, we were they they literally told me, hey, we're fortunate because someone liked us enough uh, to live over it in is- Fremont in this house. Otherwise, we wouldn't have been allowed to live here in my lifetime, in our lifetime. Literally, there was on the books discrimination to say. No matter what your income is, capital class or not, you are black and applying for a home loan.
2: F out, fuck out of here.
0: Yeah, look, no. look up, look B- up.
2: The, hold on, just so everybody can understand. That, hold on. Wait, hold on. Or, hold on, real quick. Hold on, blue, stop, real quick. Say what you need to say, like right after what I'm saying. If you if you are surprised on what pride you just said, just Google redlining, and that will ex- just that alone educate yourself. That's what he's talking about. Anyway, uh, blue, go ahead, say what you want to say.
4: No, I was just saying, like uh, Miss Venus and I just bought a house, and I was talking to my neighbor, and she's been living there for for quite a long time, and she she mentioned how she's she's glad that there's a, a interrac- an interracial couple living in her neighborhood because that area was mostly white and it wasn't it wasn't for for people of color to live there. Wow. Yeah. And this isn't this isn't Hayward. I, <laughs> like,
3: I okay. I understand your. Your frustration, and obviously, I empathize and I sympathize, and I, I can relate to it, uh, Kronos. Um, in terms of like where it feels like we, our forefathers and, and parents, didn't make progress, maybe I'm a little bit more optimistic and in, in everything. Um, on, on that whole subject, I mean, yeah, when you look at it in terms of the whole big picture. I still feel we have made some progress um not in terms of what it is that uh we we would have wanted and everything i mean i it, i was t- talking to one of my my good white friends or whatever i'm like sometimes black people just have to be happy kicking a field goal rather than scoring a touchdown or whatever right. and it's it's sad that we have to say that or have to be relegated to like yeah bronze medal fucking awesome we got a we got a bronze I'm, I'm still fucking excited about that but it's it's still a bronze and everything but it's like i i don't want to say that like it didn't matter because and this is this is why i get so angry with with some of the stuff that i've been seeing going on very recently with this whole trump stuff is that i feel that he is doing stuff actively and purposely to set us back from all the positive accomplishments that has happened that our forefathers did for us. Like, I will never, and I'm, I'm so thankful, and I've, I've said it before to friends or whatever, I'm so thankful I am not living during an era of segregation where I could not, because my, my wife is white. I love white girls or whatever, obviously. I mean, <laughs> you told me I can't holler at, 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 at Lila or whatever, I saw her walking down the street or whatever, and you're gonna tell me, yeah, that's illegal. We're gonna lynch you for that shit. We, we go—that's problems and everything. So I, and I, even though in terms of like the big picture, yeah, things are not equal, and that's what they fought for. That's what Dr. King for is wanted pure 100% quality. So even though that we are not there yet, I don't want to, and I'm not trying to say you're being dismissive of what they did. I'm not trying to say that at all. I am I. I do I am grateful and so appreciative that I do have the right to vote my vote does count for a whole entire person <laughs> I don't have to drink out of a hose instead of a of a fucking water fountain and and, and it's just like certain things like that I don't want people to like those are major fucking accomplishments. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I will talk. About, I will. Yeah, yeah. I, and like, I'm not. I'm not trying to downplay what you're saying. Yeah, or whatever, I understand. Because that. it did. It, when when you did say it or whatever, real talk, it did hurt me because it hurt me that one of my brothers did feel this way about the progress we've made or whatever. And I, when I heard it, it was like three in the morning, I'm like, yo, I'm like, it sucks. Especially watching all this shit happen. It does fucking suck. But. Thankfully, we did, and I'll talk about it when I do talk about my conversation with my mom that I had about stuff that she experienced going on in Virginia. I don't have to worry about someone accusing me of talking to a white female and being lynched up in a tree in a 24 hour time period. There's some fucked up shit that does happen in terms of like law and justice for colored people, but I do feel a little bit comfortable that that should not be a reality for, for happening to me. And everything so this is a, and okay. go ahead look and then and like, like i said i'm not trying to tell you how you should feel no that's no, that yeah. not what i'm, I'm doing I'm not it, it, yeah i got you
5: it's
3: just I, I, it's, it's just I have a i have a little bit of slight optimism optim, optimism towards the entire thing and to try to push our conversation in, in the, this whole what i saw happen the other day i took pride in my ability never to to be able to say, I will never in my life have a fire hose or a dog sicked on me for believing that I believe that all people should be treated equal. Yeah, but never in my life. But and I, I, yeah, I talked, I talked with Lilo about this and I was like, that's why I don't get worked up about this stuff because I feel like it's, I don't want to get on my soapbox and scream too loud. And I said this before that should happen. I don't want to get on my soapbox and scream too loud about how we are being treated unfairly because I recognize and I remember the shit that my parents probably went through that I have no fucking rationalized in terms of like, it was, they just wanna go sit in a diner and just chill at a countertop and they're having fucking people just smash eggs and punch punch them in the back of the head and they couldn't do shit. And if they're trying to peacefully protest and they're having German shepherds, which I love my fucking dog, I own a German (laughs) shepherd, having him fucking attacked on me and just being like, bite that motherfucker or having a fucking full, having a fire department called on me just for, just for standing there doing nothing and getting blasted and doing fucking cartwheels. I'm so glad, was glad, that I would never have to see that happen to in my lifetime to me or to any other person, whether they be a white person, a Hispanic, anybody that happened. And then literally, I watched that shit happen and it was just like, It it, it was almost like a karma thing because I had been saying it. I was like, yo, I was like, I'm numb to this stuff. Like, I've seen it before. I've seen it all happen or whatever. I don't have to worry about it. So that's why I don't get outraged. I literally tell Lilo this all the time. I'm like, that's why I'm not outraged. I'm not freaking out. I'm not in tears. And then I saw something that I know my parents saw. In terms of chemical agents being used on fucking... Chemical agents being used on people that are peacefully protesting. I lost my shit. I literally... And I'm a... All y'all know me and i'm a very cool calm chill person i don't ever really scream holler who ready to, ready to fight somebody i lost my mother fucking shit or whatever i'm mm. y'all know my background i've been trained on riot lines i know what to do in like riot situations i can't imagine i like like in, in deeper levels i can't imagine being told to do that me executing that order but the but just watching that happen was just so fucking scary to me and mind blowing, and I don't understand why people do not have that same reaction, and people are denying and be like, oh well, it wasn't it wasn't tear gas, it was smoke or whatever. <laughs> oh, pepper pepperballs pepper balls aren't the same as tear gas. Shut the fuck up with that shit. Like, yeah, yeah, and and uh, I don't want to fully transition into into the whole Trump thing based on what. Yeah. If you guys have stuff to touch on the previous topic, uh, I, I, lost, have... I lost my motherfucking mind when I saw that shit. I I I was it, I was shaking mad.
1: Well, that's uh, so. I have, a, I have a question. Go ahead, go ahead. I have a question for Cronus and Stitch. Um, it's a legit question. So it's it deals with Uh-oh. your Uh-oh. well, it deals with your significant others. Do they do they know that at one point throughout these United States? That it was illegal for you two to have a union. The Reason why oh, I yeah. leave oh, yeah. leave blue out is because they didn't care about if minorities intermingled. They only cared is if you married someone that was white. Blue is not, not married. No, he's married to, a married to someone. He's yeah. married to someone oh, that's yeah. Hispanic, and they didn't care about that. It was only <laughs> yeah, do
3: right. you think that people? Do you think people looking at the sweetness will just <laughs> automatically <laughs> assume? And not be for like real? yo, 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 darky, yo, colored boy, come here, let yeah. me talk to you. You think that w- that you think that would prevent someone from putting their hands on blue if
4: we were living in 1954? No. Yeah, people people thought <laughs> of sweetness and they had have been a on my ass for sure. So. <laughs> what was that blue? Wait, what was, so we
2: got
3: we got an audience.
4: What was that?
2: No, that was that was prodigy laughing. That was prodigy laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sorry, they got me. Yeah. They got me.
5: <laughs>
2: no, it's just. But I'm still- Fuck! I forgot what I was gonna say now, because that, that shit was funny, because um, it was fucked up, cause it, and it's true. You know, I, I mean, Stitch. You know, I'm, I'm glad that you know you brought it back to. I mean, you you, you see it. You know what I mean? Like you, you you see what I'm what I'm seeing as well. You know, you might have more hope than me, but it's just like it's it's there. And like seeing, so and I'm glad that we have somebody that has a law enforcement background and somebody from the military background on this fucking podcast, because we can break down things from, like, a certain perspective that most podcasts likely can't. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? So, like, from the military please, yeah, side... Yeah, please get into
3: it. Please break it down.
2: Yeah, do, do you... Are we gonna bring up the Trump thing now? Can we, can we do that?
3: Yes. Okay.
2: yes. Yeah, so, if y'all haven't watched, I did a whole reaction video on um, President Trump um, doing his address to, to, the, to the public uh, concerning these I don't even know what the fuck he was trying to really do. I mean, Grandstand. I thought, yeah, basically, that's a good way to say it. grandstanding. Thank you, Stitch. Um, but basically, what I was hoping for, because I, I tried to give people a benefit of the doubt, I was like, listen, President Trump has fucked up recently. Well, for a long time. All right, but he has a chance right now to take to be a leader and really rise to the occasion and um, take in this in this civil unrest. And all the looting, the rioting, protesting, all that stuff. to like, really be like, hey, I'm, I'm a leader. I'm going to start leading. I, I, I want to understand your problems. I need to understand why America is feeling this amount of pain and why you're doing this. And that's what I was hoping he was going to address. What I got was probably the exact fucking opposite. I mean, actually, it was the exact fucking opposite. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I, was expect- I-, I wanted him to speak at length about the death of George Floyd, Like he needs to sit down for a fucking hour, at least an hour. That's minimum for me. Minimum an hour to speak about the death of George Floyd and the problems that minorities are having right now in America. Like he needs to actually recognize the problem. He needs to sit down. Or you know, I understand COVID nineteen is going on. People are kind of forgetting about it right now. But do fucking some goddamn Zoom calls. You know, with um, minority leaders in America and like sit down with them and be like, hey. You know, I understand there's a problem. Can you please explain to me what this problem is? But what he did was he went on there and he talked about George Floyd for literally maybe 30 seconds. And then he went on a fucking tirade for the rest of the, the, the seven minutes um, mm-hmm. concerning, you know, he needs to, we need to dominate the streets. Law and, which is law and order. And these are all dog whistling things, which Stitch will go into in a, in a minute here. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll give you your time to, to talk about. they not giving it to you. No, no, we you got to speak on it, brother. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, you probably do a better job on it than me. But um, the fact that he was talking about the Second Amendment rights, when he was talking about law and order, talking about dominating the streets, shit like that. These are all dog whistling things that that we're gonna break down here on, on on the podcast. Even though we're gonna we're going long, but I don't give a fuck. You know, this if this is broken into fucking two podcasts, I have to break down every single goddamn segment uh, post. I will do that because these things are important. I think that a lot of people that don't go through these issues that don't hear the dog whistle, because that's what it's for, because people that don't understand it won't hear it. But the people that it's going to affect hear it. All right. we talked about the second amendment, second amendment rights, um, I just went through it, but it's just like, there are things, and he also talked about getting the military involved. Um, against the wishes of the states, he said, "Listen." He called the governors weak, and he said that if yeah. you don't pass if you don't dominate the streets in your state, then he's going to do it for you, and that is basically the Insurrection Act of uh, 1807. And what it means is that the president can use his powers to mobilize the military to pacify uh, the American populace. And this hasn't been used since I think. It might have been. I think it was the L.A. riots. It was used, but it probably shouldn't have been used then.
3: At L.A. riots were used. However, the governor asked for yeah, okay. So, so it really, yeah. wasn't that's not
2: that interesting? Like right. right then, for the, for me, that's like that's a governor doing what he's supposed. That they yeah, that's more martial
3: law. But it, yeah. but before that, um, in terms of where it's just we need the military, military need to get here. Pearl Harbor was yeah uh, yeah
2: yeah, and it's like it, it's this, very this, rarely this is Pearl Harbor yeah, and if this is not pearl harbor even though for (laughs) people you know for us for minorities it's been pearl harbor for hundreds of years Mm. i mean seriously let me just throw it out there for you um but yeah it's an act where you're literally asking um the u.s military to pacify their own citizens and this is a huge problem listen the military is a fucking hammer i'm a u.s marine the the marine corps is the biggest hammer you can possibly yield in the James world Hall. yeah it's, yeah it's not even a fucking hammer <laughs> yeah it's it, 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 we, we are a, we are a weapon and i understand that he's probably talking about the national guard but the it's, it's his job to know these things yeah he <laughs> does, he doesn't understand like the, the marine corps is not designed for Pacifying peaceful people. Our job is to fuck people up. That's what our job kill. is. That's what we're trained to do. Yeah, we're not trained to put you in handcuffs Murder, death, and be kill. gentle. Yeah, we're not trained for that. We're not. And I'm telling you this as a US Marine. We're not trained to pacify people. We're trained to fuck you up. All right. So if it gets to like at least the Marine aspect, like we're beyond fucked. All right. Um the when it comes to the, the National Guard, the National Guard is a, is a little bit is a way more peaceful than the U.S Marine Corps, alright? However, they are also not designed, generally speaking to pacify peaceful people. They're there to occupy the, the, if y'all don't know how the military fucking works, all right shit goes down in the world. They send the Marines first with a tip of the spear. that's what we're called all right. We go in there, we fuck everything up, the army comes in behind, and they um, occupy the area that we just fucked up. Alright, make sure they're good to go, make sure the civilian populace is, is, is okay. Um, but we fuck, we already went through and fucked them all up, alright? We're, we're like the Mandingo, <laughs> like fucking the world. That's what we do, we just go in and fuck shit up. And then somebody else cleans it up, alright? And then the, the Navy gets us there, and the Coast Guard, you know, guards the, guards the coast. And then the Air Force bombs people. That's basically the way the military works. In, like, layman's terms. Alright? And threatening the U.S. populace to use their military against them is so incredibly fucking stupid to me. Especially at this point in time because you're not even trying to understand why America is having a problem at all. And that's my biggest problem is that you're not interested in why we're having problems. And yet you're asking... The U.S. military to pacify their own people, but they're made up of those same people. Uh, newsflash: This is a fact. All right, 57% of the, of the U.S. military is Caucasian; the other 43% are minorities. So, for you just yeah. to assume that they're all just going to be okay with pacifying people mm. that are like them, you know what I mean? For what? For what cause? Yeah, there's 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 no cause. Like that, you. There's a break in the CBS Yeah I, I just yeah. I want people to I don't want don't to really, I, I don't wanna, I'll, I'll say it to the people Offline Because I don't want to I don't want to get Pulled from YouTube And I don't want to Be on a fucking watch list But <laughs> What he's asking for From the US military Is only going to lead In two directions And both of them Are f- Fucking fucked up Alright One of them is Bad. Is more fucked up And the other one it's fucked up, but it's going to have a better ending, but it's still fucked up. It's really fucking bad. It's really, really bad. Like, fall of empire bad. Alright? <laughs> and I, I don't think that he understands... He's not a student of history, because when he talks about people that are protesting here in America because of injustices, he doesn't understand that this nation started by basically a riot. Yep. We were started because people... Saw that it's even for a more it's even for a more minor reason. It's because people are getting taxed too much. We're already getting on taxed a shitload. Yeah, on t. You know what I mean. And there was other reasons. Don't get me wrong. But I mean that was the that was the uh, that was a straw that broke the camel's back. You know. But he doesn't understand that we were started on a revolution and to and to not recognize that a revolution can never can, can happen again. It like I, I can't even. I don't know how to break it down any further for somebody else. We were starting on a revolution, and we are very near that point right now. And it need, we need a leader to come in here and be like, hey, we need somebody to de-escalate. Be like, listen, I'm ready to listen to what you have to say and de-escalate the situation, because where we're going right now with America is a very dangerous place, and we need to to keep America going and thus keep the rest of the world going. Because right now our president has abdicated his position as the world leader, and actually as the president. And let me give you a better example. Right after he gave the speech that I was talking about, right before his speech, I, w- I, was, I was in the queue waiting for the speech to happen. There were explosions in the background. I was like, what the fuck's going on? It's gunshots in the background. I was like, what the fuck's going on in the background? Mm-hmm. Watched his speech, and then afterwards I saw what happened. Right before he came out to speak in the Rose Garden... They used uh, the state police, the military, and the normal police to disperse a peaceful protesting crowd. They shot at them with rubber bullets, and they shot at them with gas, with, with, uh, with tear gas, yeah. to disperse them. And what was it all for? So President Trump photo can stand off. in front of a church that he doesn't go to with a Bible for a photo op. It's- in front of a church. Yeah. That's, that's all it was for.
4: It was funny. I was, I was just trying to search my hotel room to see if there was a Bible in here, just so I can hold it up and be like, "Hey, look, this is this is a book that I haven't read, but it's it's here." It's not there.
2: I, the the Gideon's fucked up.
4: Yeah.
3: Not the room that have. <laughs> the <room that> <laughs> a Ironically, a Bible. when I went to when I was at the hotel in uh in Monterey, there was no Bible in the uh, in any of the drawers either. So I was like, "That's interesting," or whatever. But I yeah. But um, yeah. When I literally watched that thing happen live, I was um. I turned on for my little mini dose of daily what the fuck is going on today. Yeah. And um, I'm watching just as a from a strategic aspect of it, I watched the 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 skirmish line as it's called. I watched them push forward to where the protesters were supposed to be standing and they were standing and then get face to face when I'm like, Okay, this is odd. Yeah. I don't know what's going on I was like I don't know what's going on and like i'm sort of like talking out loud like i'm john madden or whatever and Lila doesn't <laughs> know what, what what it is that i'm seeing or whatever because she doesn't really under- understand we
2: saw the same things man and uh
3: yeah and and it's like because they talked about how the the caught co- the, the uh he was giving it in the, in the rose garden and i and like that was strange to me because okay you want to give this this fucking speech or whatever and cnn was kind of saying like they anticipate this to be kind of inflammatory just because um prior to that there was reports where he was hunkered down in his little bunker hiding and etc cetera, etc cetera. now he was this checking it out with me yeah he, he he might be uh trying to show his use of force make it a big law and order and grandstand kind of kind of deal so then as I'm watching them sort of surround the protesters and then they start pushing, for no fucking reason. There, there's, and like like I said before, I'm watching these crowds sort of just trying to, to see if I see people doing crazy shit and they just start pushing people, people of color, white people, women, teenagers, or whatever, just start shoving them, dispersing gas and everything. And they wanted to get into somatic, somatics about tear gas or whatever. Tear gas can be Put in into a pepper ball spray, or they can be thrown like a fucking grenade, form Damn. it. Or
2: Hold, whatever. On. Hold
3: on. R- it's still Stitch, the same thing. Yeah, Stitch,
2: real quick. For everybody that, that's out there that is like buying the, buying the bullshit that it's all smoke, you don't pop smoke to disperse people. No. You, <laughs> no. You don't, because they, they don't know where the fuck to go. Like, this is logically speaking. If you pop smoke on somebody, how are they going to know where the fuck to disperse to? They don't know which direction to go.
3: It's so, it's so fucking smoke stupid. Is, smoke is to confuse people. Yeah. Not to direct people. <laughs> not to go in a certain direction or whatever. It's, if, if you're trying to hurt... well, I mean, I Whatever, I'll say it. If you're trying to herd sheep or whatever, you kind of, whatever, coach them in where the fuck that is that they want to go. You don't just throw smoke so they can't see where they're fucking going and yeah. expect them to go wherever the fuck. They That's just going to cause confusion. And I'm watching them shoot pepper balls into the... Fu- well, actually before that. I'm watching him start pushing people and i was like what the fuck is going on so my, my immediate thing i was like something bad is my spider sense kicked and i was like he's going to say something ridiculous or whatever that's going to provoke this crowd to just yep. be whatever or on a lower note or whatever he just for his own selfish purposes he doesn't want the sound of people protesting in the background or whatever he doesn't he doesn't he wants his is audio to be clear and make it make like some fucking Instagram fucking photo or whatever. (laughs) So literally, as all this shit is going on, I'm watching them, the the police. And also another thing I noticed was that those shields said military police, which is another thing, because I was like, National Guard is not military police or whatever. But however.
2: Hold on, sorry. The National Guard has military police. Any military force has military police, just it out there
3: yeah but where it became like sort of semantics with me because i was like something's just kind of not right here because like I, I know the national guard is the national guard and sort of like a halfway in between between actual police force and whatever but i'm watching them we get out of like like humvees and and all kind of stuff like holding rifles i was like this is not kind of the look that you want to have or yeah. whatever this is like kind of like a, a kent state sort of issue look up kent state if you don't have a, an idea <laughs> what it is i'm talking about that but um they're he starts pushing him back, and so then he he comes out with a smug look on his face, and he starts talking. And I and I'm even though I I can say I don't like him. Based, I came in to his presidency with just like this is going to be some ridiculousness. It's way Chronos worse. Came in with more. Chronos came in with a much more neutral level than I came in. I, yeah. I'll barely admit that, but and, I think we're both on the same level. This piece of shit. I was wrong. Was off off yeah, the wall. I was wrong. <laughs> and I'm listening to what he's saying and everything. And when he after he, he does his little like preface about I'm the friend to the black man, blah blah blah. I have black friends, I feel I bad mean, for George Floyd. That I
2: and that. and his and that that whole black thing was literally thirty seconds. If they if yeah. even that uh,
4: Yeah, he he, 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 he he's done more for, for black folks than anybody in history. Well that was in a tweet. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, he, which he, is, he
3: looked at his script, he's like, What happened to George Floyd was bad. It shouldn't happen. But anyway, you all (laughs) motherfuckers, I'm tired of this shit. And then he just started, he's just started grandstanding and just like, he's like, I have no problems with peaceful protests. And CNN, and I watched it on CNN, just because that's what I kind of keep it to. It's a split screen because they're still trying to see what what the fuck's (laughs) going on with these cops pushing people. I'm a friend to the protester and I have no problem. And literally, I, I. I move my eyeballs a half millimeter to the left, and I'm watching women and women and teenagers being pushed and shoved for no fucking reason on the ground or whatever. And he's like, for peaceful protests and blah blah blah. And also, this is 30, uh, at least 30 minutes before the curfew is enacted. Yeah. So you're gonna tell people, yeah, you gotta be off at the streets at eight o'clock or whatever. We all we all grew up with black parents or whatever, and your mom said you need to be home by eight o'clock. And let's say she went, she came outside when you're playing basketball and started whooping your ass on the basketball court at seven thirty. That'd be a fucking problem, or whatever. Yeah. Because that's not what she fucking said. She said get home before eight. Yeah. She can't whoop your ass at seven thirty. That's fucked up.
2: Hold on, Stace. Let's be real though. You couldn't say it was a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, you just shut the you fuck up and take the ass yeah. <laughs> a
3: Idealistically, it was a problem, but that was a dictatorship. Black yeah. people's homes are dictatorships. It's not a democracy in our homes. Yes. However,
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't, you ain't lying. I mean, exactly.
3: So I'm watching this happen, and then where I blacked out for a moment or whatever <laughs> is when he said, and I don't, I can't remember if I was holding Storm or not. Thank God I probably wasn't because I might have just, my arms might have went limp or whatever. When he brought up the Second Amendment. Yeah. Whatever, And I was I said, what the fuck does that have to do with anything going on? And I was just that was the loudest I was like, it's not even a dog whistle. It's an intelligence, it's a it's an IQ like fucking status quo level. But people don't people because that had nothing to do with shit.
2: Yeah, people won't understand that though. They people that are on on his team, they won't even understand it. They're just like, Yeah, I've got a gun, this is gonna be great. But it's like they could come for you too. You know what I mean? Like, this is... That's the whole point of the second <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking amendment
3: is to prevent tyranny and the government from coming in, fucking your shit up, and doing shit that you don't want them to do, or whatever, because they just feel like, I'm the government, I can do whatever it is that I say. Yeah, you have the right to defend yourself against the fucking government and bear arms and do whatever the fuck you want to. This motherfucker enacted something from eighteen from the eighteen hundred. Red flag... If you're enacting a rule from the fucking 1800s, maybe that might be something that just got overlooked for 100 plus years, 200 years of of something. So some might have been something that just kind of got overlooked because whatever. They went deep into like the fucking cobwebs to to pull this shit out. To be like, yeah, and I understand. And it, I mean, going through the, the training that I went through, you have to understand, before they give you a weapon, in the police academy. You have to understand constitutional law. You have to understand people's rights, which you, because as, as a government official, you are given the power to take away other people's constitutional rights or whatever. Yep. Whether it be their freedom of of uh, searching their shit, going in their home or taking possession or taking them into custody. The government is supposed to entrust you in that power that they're giving you because you have to know that shit. You have to learn it. And if you don't do it, there are grave consequences for that. The to branch off from that, you have to understand the the powers of separation between state governments and local government. In terms of the government, just can't come in and willy-nilly and be like, "Yo, you're gonna do this shit," because I said so. That's why we are the United States of America.
2: Well, I think that's a, that it's, hold it's on. Not- I, I know you have more to say. So I'm, no, a, no, no, jump, please,
3: yeah, ju- please I'll, time I'll, in. jump
2: in. It's, it's just, it's hilarious to me that, you know, the, the Insurrection Act of like 1907, yeah, it was super valid in 1907, because you know what, years later in like, it, I'm sorry, it was in uh, 1807, years later in, you know, 1860, you know what happened? The Civil War. So yeah, then it was super fucking valid to, hap- to for that to happen, because there were some serious problems, and um, I think that today... They probably need to modify that because the the civil war problems are not the problems that we're having today. It's they're kind of similar, but we're on the other side of that. We're on the side of where everybody should have the same rights. And the fact that somebody's going to enact a law that is that that basically uh, contributed to the civil war, but we're on the we're on the wrong side of that enacting it. That's a fucking red flag. Please. Look up your history. I'm not bullshitting you. Like, you can just Google shit. Uh, These are basic timelines. Okay? Um, he's on the wrong side of this. Like, 100% the wrong side of this. And I don't want... America's awesome. Generally speaking, um... I used to love living here. But I've given (laughs) me and K-Mac, my girlfriend... We have we have had very serious talks about leaving America, because yeah. I don't know if I can raise my my beautiful brown skinned toddler here in America and feel like she's safe. You know, yep. I'm, for me me speaking, like thinking wrong, obviously I run a risk. It's very apparent now, but I can handle myself. So I'm like you know just whatever, but my baby. You know, yep. and my also my my oldest daughter, um, she's more light skinned than me. You know, she's she's mixed, um, but her safety is is also at like not even just her the safety for the way that she looks.
4: She also got, she's got black features too.
2: She does, but it's like just generally speaking, her future as far as like this economy goes is yeah, mm-hmm. like. How, how is she going to get a successful job today? I mean, she she has an interview for for a job, but it's like, obviously she's starting at the bottom, you know? Yep. Uh, if she gets that, great, but going forward, what is her future going to be like when she needs a real, like, an actual career? You know what I mean? Like, I worry about shit like that, and I think that a lot of people, they're not concerned about that, but it's like, listen, we're sitting at, I think it's like 30%. A prodigy, you would know more than me. Please tell me the numbers, the unemployment rates. We
0: we are at the equivalent of about twenty to twenty-two percent and 22%. rising.
2: Did you hear me? Well, yeah, yeah, which is fucking crazy high. Like, and and this yep. is this is what's contributing to this looting and riot. so that, I think it's one of the things that um, that is left out of this conversation with like a lot of the media is that we are at twenty plus percent unemployment. And we're having, this is in the middle of a pandemic, and people are looting and and rioting because, guess what? They don't have a fucking job. They don't have an income. There's nothing that they can do. What the fuck do you expect them to do? Because you didn't help them. The government is supposed to help people. You're supposed to be their safety net, and it is not there. And I blame this on both sides of the aisle. All right? This is what I hate about when people listen to me, they think that I'm like a, a left guy or a right guy, but I'm not any of those fucking guys. Alright? The government should be able to help people, and both of those sides are continually fucking America. They're continually fucking you if you're listening to this. If you lost your job and you made over a certain amount of money in 2018, it's not going to help you today. That you ain't getting shit. The government is not there for you. You're probably not going to get unemployment either. It, and if you happen to get an unemployment, you're going to have to continually try to get on the website that is down all the time you know what i mean and go through all these fucking hoops to get money that you paid into you paid into this system and you're not getting your fucking own investment back you're paying into your own safety net and the safety net is not there and that safety net is going to fucking corporations and that that's a problem and that is part of this issue that we're having with the the looting and rioting. Don't get me wrong. There are people that are looting and rioting. That are their their agents. They're provocateurs. There are people that just want to see chaos. But there are a lot of people that are fucking desperate right now. They are desperate as fuck right now, and they need to eat.
4: Can I meet? Can I? Can I? Okay. I, I, I was, was just.
2: Whoa! Well, where are you but... going, Blue? What What are you doing? Do you, you, you adjust? He's doing black flips? No, I just wanted yes. to show you guys something.
4: So I'm in I'm I'm in LA right now. No, I'm in LA I'm right sure. now, and LA, LA had a curfew yeah. at ten o'clock. Yeah. And outside of my outside of my room is the four hundred five freeway, which is probably one of the busiest. Holy
2: shit! Freeways. There's nobody in and, there.
4: <laughs> there's like three dude, cars. Like, there's only yeah, there's like barely any fucking cars, and that's what I've been Fair looking name. out the window. Like, there's no nobody on the fucking road. Holy
2: shit! It's, LA's a huge not, city too.
4: Yeah. And the four o five, like it could be two o'clock in the goddamn morning, and it could be crazy fucking traffic. Oh
2: yeah, but I used to
4: live in Orange County, again, you and know. Count out there.
2: Yeah, but, sorry, I was, you, were, you were gonna
0: say. Popular? I was yeah, I was, I was just gonna quickly, slightly pivot. I know there's a billion things we could touch touch upon on Trump. I, I, I'm sorry that this uh, it, uh, offends you. So I'm gonna say offend some people, but I'm gonna say it very carefully. God damn it! Anonymous leaked some shit, y'all. Jesus, yeah. like,
3: Oh, shit. I, 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 I want to get to that. I just want to finish up the, the bullshit scenario. <laughs> okay, go, ahead. go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. no, yeah, because that, that's something that people need to, to talk about and address. So, and I'll, I'll just wrap it up real quickly. So, after that bullshit Second Amendment dog whistle or whatever, I was just like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" And I realized what the fuck he's doing or whatever. He's just saying, oh, what, what, my guns, my guns? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I need, I need to grab him, clutch, clutch them tight or whatever. And then I watched him go just to the peacock strut to this fucking church to take a fucking photo. I, 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 I was so fucking livid and mad. Yeah. And, like, I felt so bad for for also for the law enforcement involved. Because he put people, he put people's lives at risk. If you are a peaceful protester in the heart of DC, and let's, let's just say you're a college kid and you want to be a part of a cause, just because I, I want to be down, I want to, I want to change stuff or whatever. And you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be at the fucking the Lafayette Gardens right in front of the road, the, the fucking White House, and I'm gonna chant and I'm gonna scream and I'm gonna yell and whatever. And while I'm there, peacefully protesting, I'm not throwing bottles, I'm not doing whatever, I am gassed, I am fucking pushed, I am having in, like explosive flashbang fucking things going off around me. What What is my opinion of law enforcement going to be like after I was, after that happened? And I feel bad because I don't know if I, I'm, I'm very, I don't want I'm 50, 50, no, I'm going to say 75% sure. Those officers did not know the reason why they were doing whatever. It's just like, all right, we need to clear this block. We need to push the protesters back to this street and this street, X location. So maybe it's a good reason. I don't I don't know what the fuck's going on, but it, it's, it's that dangerous part where it's like, I'm just following orders.
2: Yeah, so can, can, can I give you a personal story? Like, this is a legit story. All right. When I was in the yeah,
3: Mar-
2: hey, when I was in the Marine Corps. All right. So uh, when I was in Africa, I was uh, I was in I was in Africa and like where I was I was at a um, an embassy. All right. And the, the obviously where I was at was hot as fuck. And there's a whole bunch of other stories I I can tell, I'm I'm just gonna focus on this one. Everything was cool for like a long time. You know, we used to, we we would carry. Um, out in the public cuz we when we first got there we were all geared up and we're like we can't be geared up we just need to like take the gear off and just like covertly carry yeah. and then we'll be fine. Um and then something happened. I forget exactly what it was, but it was something to do with uh with Iran and um one of my, one of the guys above me which is funny cuz he he's he's local. He, he grew up in Livermore and so like I actually yeah. met him in MEPS which is like the it, it's like before you get to the military it's like where you what you process basically and but he was like a sergeant and I was like cuz he was a different different job than me so he got promoted faster and i remember him like i remember he was asking me to to move move a car and i i knew that there was like um danger around us and i was like hey like you want me to move this car but like is there anything else you want to tell me like I understand why like, we move the car, but sh- sh- you know, basically, should I be careful about like what the fuck I'm doing? It's like just do what the fuck I said. And I was just like, dude, what the fuck? Like for real, like you just want me to do what you're told, and I was like, I gave him shit and I got shit for it, and I I got reprimanded for it. But I was just like, dude, I don't give a fuck. Like you just telling me to do something, just because that's what you were told. And you you don't want to explain to me the fucking danger about what the fuck you're saying. That's a problem. And that was like one of my first steps on leaving the Marine Corps, because like I'm not. If you if you tell me to do something that I think is morally wrong and that's going to put my life in danger, for no base no reason or a reason that you can't fucking justify to me, I'm not going to do what the fuck you want me to do. You know what I mean? Like that just it's just it's just not going to happen. Like, I, and at the time, like I had a kid on the a kid on the way, and it's like. Yeah. All I wanted to know was like, hey ma'am, can I possibly get fucking shot? If he had just said yes, good to go. Let me fucking gear up. Like, let me do what I gotta do. But the fact that you don't want to tell me like the danger that I'm risking and that the fact that my, my daughter could have ended up, you know, fatherless and you don't give a fuck because somebody told you to do it and you don't want to tell me the risk. Like, that's a huge fucking problem. And that's that's one of the reasons why I left the military to be honest with you. Another reason why is because I realized, what, along, the same, along the same lines, is because I had people that I realized that were above me that were fucking stupid. And the fact that they, <laughs> the fact that they stayed in the military because they couldn't survive in the civilian world, because they couldn't survive questions, you know, they couldn't survive, you know, certain uh, anything. They, there are certain people in power that are in power because they were, first of all, yes-men, and then second of all, they will, they will just... Not only will they do whatever somebody tells them, but they will put somebody else's life in danger and not give a shit about them. Yep. And that is—and and this is me as a military guy speaking, alright? And that is one of the reasons that, that I got out, because I, I had this, this first sergeant that I had when I was in the Marine Corps, and the guy didn't give a fuck about me, because when I was in the Marine Corps, I'll be totally honest with you, I was a... I was a network security guy, all right? And I'm obviously a really successful IT guy. I'm good at what what I fucking do, all right? Nobody can dispute that. And when I was in there, I was like one of their top guys. I was like easily in their fucking top three. And then I got back from doing the Mew, the Marine Expeditionary Unit, and I went back to my unit. And this guy was like, you need to march around these, these people. He was from uh, some grunt unit. And I have no problem with grunts. Like, the grunts are like the infantrymen. You know, I have, no, I have no problem. Like, honestly, when I was in the Marine Corps, I, I, I served to make their lives better. I served yes. to, like, tell them who the fuck to shoot. I served to, you know, basically enhance their... Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to, how to better put it, but it's basically... Their experience, ha- their service. Yeah, just to, to help them out, you know, and I totally got that as, as a pogue, a personal other than grunt for y'all that are not in the military.
4: Yeah. Um,
2: I did it just fine. I have no problem with that. And I'll admit that as, as a pogue. Um, but the fact that this guy who was a grunt, he didn't understand that, you know, me as like one of the like their top guys, he wanted me to go out and like march people around and like run them around. And I was like, dude, that's. That, first of all it, and it was and this is after this is insult to injury insult to injury is that I extended my time in the Marine Corps um, after 9/11 happened all right to go on the mew and this is after I knew I was gonna have a daughter and I, and I likely would miss her birth all right And then when I got back um, they the America decided to go to war with Iraq and I was like, okay, like I just got back from the mew you know I've been on the mew for like seven eight months. Um, If you're going to send me, just just send me now right away, just so I can get it over with, so I can get out. Because you already... Because I, I hit with stop loss, which meant that I literally could not get out of the military. So I was like, just yeah. send me now so I can get it over with, so I can fucking get back to my family. But then they fucked around for like three, four months, and I was like, dude, you need to let me out of here. Meanwhile, I'm dealing with this fucking asshole that's trying to get me to march people around, and do all this fucking bullshit. It's like, isn't it more important that the people that I teach them how to do their jobs better, like, their actual jobs better. Like, don't get me wrong. Marching around is good for, like, teaching folks to, like, for discipline. But we we were not fucking recruits. Like, we all know how to march. It's more important for us to, to learn how to do our jobs to help people. You know what I mean? But he didn't fucking get that. He wanted me to march around, do fucking bullshit. And I was like, you know what? I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm getting the fuck out of here. And I was done. That was my... Um, my honest opinion with my time in the military, I was just like it got to a point where I was like, "Fuck this!" And I literally had to request masks. And what it, what that means is that I actually went over my superiors to get the fuck out of the military. And th- okay. that's how strongly I felt about that. And it, it the hel- hilarious part is that it is that it got initially declined because my the, the problem was is that my ex-wife she got it. We were both Marines in the same fucking unit. All right. She got out because uh, because she had a family. I'm like, well, I'm in the same fucking family. Listen, if want, again, if you want to send me, send me now. But they didn't send me anywhere. I'm like, all right, well, just let me fucking get out. So I had to request mass and they were just like, well, no. And then and then eventually they were just like, okay, we'll let you get out. But it's like that's my honest. And I, I don't think I've ever said this on this on the podcast, but that that's actually why I got out of the military. I, I could have been the mil. I I could have retired easily from the from the military, but I got treated like yep. shit during the last like couple of months of my military career because they didn't understand the value of, uh, of certain people. And I think that that's what's going to happen with uh, the military today. Um, sorry, this fuck, I hate talking this much, but um, this is what's happening right now with the military. Um, when Trump threatened to use the military to pacify their own people, um, I told Kim, like, I was like, that shit ain't going to happen. Like, because you're just assuming that everyone in the military is, is just going to be good to go with Trump. And then when I saw General Mattis today, I was like... That was great. I, I told her, I was like, listen, there's going to be a, an enti- at least one entire unit, if not multiple units, that are not going to be okay with what the fuck this guy is doing. And this is going to lead to problems. I'm not going to tell you those problems. All right, I'll leave it to, <laughs> to the internal shit. But it's going to lead to problems. And if, if you... If you are listening to what I'm saying you can actually look up what I'm talking about it's easy to do just listen to what I'm saying okay I'm not gonna say the actual words because I don't want to get fucking (laughs) on some watch list but all it takes is a leader of a unit to stand up and be like no and he's already lost uh, a member of uh, of his staff because he was like I'm not comfortable with what the fuck you just did by dispersing peaceful protesters to go do a photo op and then the next day, what happened? General Mattis, which is basically fucking Jesus to the Marine Corps, came out and said, uh, "Yeah, I already knew because he he put in, he did like kind of like a reverse dog whistle
5: mm-hmm.
1: when
2: he quit. I read yep. between the lines when he quit. I understood what the fuck he was talking about. He does has yes. no respect for 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 President Trump, and he he knows the kind of weak ass motherfucker he is." And he came out today and he was just like, well, it's been long enough. This dude's fucking up. I'm going to let you know what the fuck I feel. Mm -hmm. And basically he's saying that he's going totally against the Constitution. When you join the military, you join the military and you take an oath for the Constitution. Alright? Yep. And that's what you protect is the Constitution. And he came out and took a stance. And and this is one of the greatest Marines uh, to really ever live. And it's... It's incredible. that I'm not surprised that he did it because to say that he had the courage to do it, but his courage was never in question in his entire fucking military career. He's always been courageous. Alright? But y'all need to really listen to or read what he said, his whole statement on what he said concerning our current climate when it comes to the civilian populace and the military. So, for y'all that are out there that are listening to this and you're worried about Martial law, and you're worried about, you know, the Insurrection Act, just read what General Mattis says and then read between the lines and know that he is not the only person in the military that believes that.
3: Anyway, you can't read do that. You, you literally can't do that shit or whatever. You, um, you can try. There's, there's, you, you, you can, exactly. You can try or whatever, but essentially, and, and I was trying to explain to to Lilo what it is that I, why I'm so fucking mind boggled. I'm just like, this is bad. This is so bad. This is, this is bad. This is, this is bad. I'm like, he's looking over a cliff and just like kind of like teetering over, looking over a cliff. I'm like, this is some borderline civil war type shit. If you are inserting the United States military in states that don't want the U.S. military fucking in it or whatever, Essentially, you are starting a civil war. If the and, our, and We all live in California. If, if, the, if the governor of California is like, because normally when you need um, like the National Guard or whatever, the governor makes a request because of state of emergency, et cetera, et cetera, or whatever. And historically, when this act is kicked in, most of the time it's because the states will ask for help from the federal government. That's the whole separation between federal government and states. States can do almost kind of whatever they want the states are allowed to govern themselves except in certain emergencies when they need the government to step in the government doesn't just go sticking their dick in places they're not supposed to go sticking their dick in pussy that they are not asked to stick it into and essentially he's just like yo you 50 whatever i'll, I'll be i've been drinking <laughs> we <You> all- <laughs> fifty 50 over here i'm gonna stick my dick in y'all if y'all ain't wearing satin panties or whatever. And they're like, yo, I don't wanna wear satin panties. I don't care, I'm sticking my dick in you. It doesn't work like that. And (laughs) he's just like, no, I'm gonna go in and if y'all are not using this, then I will exert whatever means I can. I'm like, that's a problem. That's civil war type talk. And for example, like in California, where California is notorious for just being like, no, we can run shit over here and then we'll call you when we need you. Yep. He's he's essentially just be like no, like you don't. Know, and I, I was trying to tell Lilo, I'm like, that is a problem on the highest level. That's a red flag. I, I was like, like you were saying about the chainsaw. It was so funny. I was like, it would be like as a canine officer having a hyena as your your <laughs> yeah. canine yes, rather <laughs> rather than a German shepherd or yeah. whatever, and be like, yo. Fucking Harley Quinn, go go check this check this person for drugs or whatever, and it it, it, it doesn't operate. That's yeah, like, like, oh, that. do
2: you mean rip their throat out? Okay.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, I mean, the, the military, and and that's why I, I reached out because I, I didn't want to speak out of place or whatever. But I'm like, I'm, from my understanding, I was like, the military isn't trained on how to de-escalate situations, uh, in terms of like. What they normally handle on a day-to-day basis. They are go- going into situations, and are, and from my understanding, it's just like, all right, what are our rules of engagement? Yeah. There's the, the Marines don't carry tasers. They don't carry. <laughs> they don't, <laughs> they don't, don't carry pepper spray. I don't even know if you guys carry like oh, legit man. steel handcuffs. No, we don't, don't carry any of that
2: shit. We carry bullets and fucking grenades,
3: like in K- exactly.
2: bars Like, hey, hey, guess what? If you don't want the bullet, you can get the fucking knife. Like if you don't want there the you knife, yeah. you literally we are trained to kill someone with a fucking helmet, like that's our yeah. de escalation. Yeah. Like seriously. <laughs> and,
0: and these are Americ just Americans, yeah. and, and, and hey, all to people.
3: people to go down that rabbit hole, and I, and like I'm just like when I was just like explaining the whole concept of how incredibly scary and bad that that is. Is, is society as a general, we love our troops or whatever. Mm-hmm. We Troops are good, troops are good or whatever. Respect the troops, et cetera, et cetera. Let, uh, I'm just saying this in general or whatever, let a, a troop acting under orders kill just some random dude on American soil. How bad, you, you think we would have salute to service in the NFL if all of a sudden <laughs> the troops were just fucking killing people on the soil and it's no fault of the troops it, it's that's why i'm so pissed that he's saying i'll give the fucking order you can't first of all you can't give that order they would not execute that order and it's scary to even think that you would you think that these people are robots that they would just go around like yes sir yes master i'm gonna I'm a kill these american citizens because you said so that's so bad people have been saying like it would be like a tiananmen square kind of kind of thing which. A lot of people don't even understand that reference in terms of like having tanks rolling through the streets or whatever for what cause because you're you're because of looters or whatever we're gonna just have soldiers walking around with m16s and and not just like arresting people but shooting on sight because essentially oh it's of engagement I, I heard a shot go off or someone threw something at me here's catch this this five five six by 45 round or whatever it's, hold, hold it on is it is what it is
2: like
1: Wow. We hadn't even talked yeah. about the Antifa stuff, like but, but, go, yeah. Go go, go
3: into the, the anonymous. Oh, yeah, that. Oh, yeah, all right, yeah, on hold, that anonymous. hold on, hold on. I, I,
0: I know everybody wants to get in and whatnot. Let me just try to carefully break this down. Look, uh, anonymous is goddamn back. They did a Mr. Robot video. I think it was on the 31st, uh, Memorial Day or something like that. Um, and they said we're coming. They said we got fucking receipts for that ass. Uh, they said Black Lives Matter and the police brutality has to stop. And then uh, less than a day later, they dropped a motherfucking bombshell. It is right now on, you can obviously search it on Twitter. You can search it on Google. Uh, I'm on Scribd. Um, and again, I oh, want to be really clear before I go, really clear before I go into this. Uh, I have not seen independent verification that what I'm looking at and what we're all can see has been uh confirmed as authentic i, I want to be clear on that so
5: yeah uh
1: i have also not seen anyone come forward and say hey this has been authenticated this is basically well, truth
0: no yeah but but just to be clear too the flip side as well has not occurred in terms of someone uh independently saying that this is uh, completely discredited and fake has not happened and i want to be really careful on one other thing before we i even dive a little bit deeper onto this um you've heard me on this podcast a whole lot of times uh on very sensitive issues of uh sexual assault or rape or or or, or some other stuff um and talking about due process and all of that the reason why that uh important stuff you know when you talk about the constitution due process and law enforcement all that goes out the window here is what's been released by Anonymous appears to be court cases, affidavits, uh, settlement information um, that has already been settled years ago with Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein, and very clearly underage boys and girls. Uh, who, who, Who wants to take this? I'll pause there.
3: I can't hear you. Yeah, What was that? Was yeah, that Old I Ninja? I've been talking for a little bit, so I'll like let one of these other guys jump in. Sorry, hold on. Let, let me hold
2: pause midget. the show. I, I want it, wait, real I quick. Wanted to ah, Sorry, just real quick. Prodigy, did, did you hear anything recently?
4: From
2: Anonymous? No, 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 About Anonymous? Like, no, not Anonymous. What? In, in fucking reality.
4: What? Wait, like what? an earthquake
2: or something? No, like gunshots or like gun that, or explosions.
0: I, I didn't, no.
2: Okay, sorry. Camac was, like, freaking out because she was hearing, like, some shit. We live in the same city, y'all. Y'all are
0: okay, listening to yeah. the
2: podcast. Actually, so, so is Blue, but he's not here right now. All right.
0: Um, Old o- o- Ninja?
1: Oh, yeah, we were talking Blue. about... um, The FBI was investigating Trump back in 2016 about these uh, alleged, like... Underage meetings with the uh, young girls or whatnot, Uh, and then, from what I understand, I think either the case was dropped or it just went away. So can
2: can we? Did we give a disclaimer first? Because sorry, I I walked away for a
0: second. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. I gave, I, I gave the full disclaimer saying just to be very, very, very clear. I'll repeat it. Anonymous has leaked what appears to be court documents. There has not been any. To date, we're talking on June 3rd, independent verification nor independent discrediting of the what appears to be court documents on Scribd.com. Uh, um, and that's what we are discussing. I have not said that this is gospel truth. I'm saying that Anonymous has leaked what appears to be court documents.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the disclaimer.
1: So, so yeah, um, back in... 2016, I know the FBI was looking into it. They're investigating a case during the presidential election, but somehow either the case just dropped or it just went away. Was it part of Obama even, no, it was No, it was dealing with the sexual, like, uh, statutory rape, sexual assault, uh, about him paying money to have sex with an underage girl. And so, um... I know that they, he was being investigated by a part of the FBI, but I don't know what happened in the end. So, so that's just I'm, a little...
0: I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Uh, that That is one that is one thing, and, and that's very important, Old Ninja. And I, I appreciate that context. I'm only going to really be... Uh, l- let me just be very honest. I'm appalled by the, the sick-ass shit that I'm reading on here. Again, it has not been independently verified but if even half of this is actually true this was an actual court case with underage boys and girls and it involves the president of the united states he's got to resign immediately and everybody needs to be investigated for why this uh wasn't um better known and discussed years prior maybe before office maybe while running this is the most disturbing shit I've ever fucking heard. I can't believe at any, uh, there's nobody's addressing it. Nobody's even asking Trump about it uh, at press conferences. I keep waiting for, you know, either the oh, this is all fake and don't worry about it or hey, this is legit, but don't worry about it. It, it happened a long time ago or we're going to deal with it after after Rona or we're going to deal with it after election or we're going to deal with it after uh, the, uh, the 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 protest. This is the biggest bombshell I've ever fucking heard for a sitting U.S. president in in our lifetime. I, th- this seems bigger than fucking Watergate to me, if it's true.
2: Yeah, if it's true, I totally... Yeah, the the thing to me is that the fact that no media outlet has picked it up. Like, that's... Yeah. And especially, like, the, the left-wing media outlets that... I mean, they are so fucking anti-Trump. And they, they basically go in there and just, like, trade blows with him... All the time, like it's 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 insane to me. Like they 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 are part of like the, the kind of the problem between like to go back and forth, and the fact that they have been like fucking silent on this is very strange to me. Like they 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 talked about him possibly pissing on people, on women. Yeah. And they're not picking up the story of, of about how he might have raped children. Like what the fuck? Like I don't understand how and this is. Yeah, and pay for it. Yeah, I don't understand. It's not even picked the, up at all.
0: It, 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 again, this is what is in black and white. It's sounding like... It, what, what I'm reading is there's been settlements for him and Epstein associated. He's named He's named here as well. Paying like settlements uh, to keep this under wraps or whatever. This, this is this most again the most disturbing the most disgusting thing. I understand everything with the Constitution and I understand everything with the gassing uh, uh, protesters in, in real time. Dude, if, if if you're raping children, you got to go. You got to go immediately. Everybody's got to be investigated. What was going on with the Justice Department? What what's going on with courts? What's going on with this fucking country? If well, this is half
2: true. Yeah, just just release, well, a, even, a, release based, a statement. Like based, somebody needs to release a statement that's like, this this isn't true. Like, but nobody's even saying that it's not even true. Like that that's that's based, what's weird to me.
3: Based on what I read, it looks like it's sort of a I guess a civil um court document because you can't just pay off money for criminal shit to go away. So that's what this this that's what that appears to be. So it would be on. The onus of the people, the Jane Doe's or John Doe's, however they were uh, identified in that court document, if they wanted, because I'm sure there there has to be some sort of confidentiality agreement in sure. it. Because if these are so-called steel documents and everything, then yeah, I think monetarily you'll get fucked and they could probably sue you, but for the greater good, yeah, you should probably talk about it. If this dude that raped you <laughs> or whatever, if this dude that raped you or whatever, you know what? Yeah, my bank account's sitting kind of nice right now, but I think you could probably start a GoFundMe, and you'll probably make up for all the losses <laughs> that you might you might uh, get penalized for for from, from that. Be like, oh, yeah, I raped you, but you weren't supposed to talk about it. I, I'm pretty sure America would have your back
5: on that. i I'm, yeah.
3: I, mm, I could be wrong, but I'm I'm pretty confident on that. Um, that it's it's fucking wild. If like you said. I I can't remember the the amount of people involved in it um if it was like it's a handful six yeah it's like six seven people but it's just like it's just it's it's morbid and it's fucking disgusting and i mean i i never really i the whole like oh epstein didn't kill himself oh the clintons had him fucking killed blah 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 (laughs) kind of stuff yeah it was a joke and i didn't really ever look into it too much and i I know there's like some sort of documentary on netflix or whatever but if this is so-called true then yeah your motherfuckers need to be talking about it or whatever like ask questions why i I don't know why nobody's asking questions i I understand we have a lot of shit going on right now
4: the twitter account for the anonymous was pulled so that that account isn't active anymore but i mean Anybody can create a Twitter whatever. account,
3: so yeah. I mean, yeah, we got two crazy things going on at the same time. Who cares if if it's a third? Can, can we? Can yeah. someone be like, yo, um, you have anything to say about this child rape or whatever? And, and you can either answer, yeah. I mean, you can answer yes or no. Um, and then maybe we'll we can start the discussion from there. But I'm I've a- said it before. He's a he's a narcissist. Who just doesn't fucking care Like he's just in his own fucking world of just empowerment and he, he with with nobody checking him I don't know it, he's surrounding himself with people that that fear him because if you question him he'll fire you or replace you and for whatever stupid bullshit reason he decides but these are questions that need to be asked and they're kind of important <laughs>
1: Yeah, I Very important yeah, I it But it's weird because the only statement That I've seen Is that um, One of the intelligence agencies Was like oh If this happens to be real They stole this This is stolen information And piracy D- don't bad matter. type thing And I'm like well yeah. dude You guys aren't confirming or denying if these are true You're just saying stealing is bad so it's like, well, what are we going to see? Yeah, so are you guys famous. going to investigate this? Or are you guys going to just let this sit there? And from what I have seen so far, it's just sitting out there. So I'm like, well, what's going on with this? Like, did did Anonymous make up fake documents? Or did they actually find something and p- people in the White House are too skilled to speak on it?
3: Yeah, it's one thing if you find something, quote unquote, illegally and being used being able to use it in court, that's the whole fruit from the forbidden tree. Like if you obtain some sort of evidence that you acquired illegally, you cannot use it in a court and everything. Okay. Ain't nobody asking about court right now. Everyone's asking like, yo, what is this shit? <laughs> or whatever, like, yeah. you got answers? Like, cause this goes beyond court. This goes with like basic human decency.
0: Yeah, Th- this is the worst of the worst. I mean, other than I guess, killing, uh, literally killing somebody with your bare hands or something, you know, innocent people. This is the lowest of the low. And you, to me, I mean, the clock's already past expiration for me as a citizen when when this got released three or four days ago, in terms of my suspicions being very high with you not addressing it. Like, this is not something that you could just be like, Oh, oh well, you know, start whistling. Uh, no harm, uh, you know. Uh, uh, no comment or anything. No, you you can't no comment this shit. Yeah. You, the question. I'm blaming the media in terms of the the media needs to ask better questions and more questions, and the White House needs to respond. The fuck.
2: Honestly, I, I this is my some ridiculous, but I, I feel like part of what's going on right now is like trying to cover that shit up, like. I'm not a conspiracy guy But it's just like This is a perfect opportunity To cover it up Because I mean listen If somebody were to Accuse me of uh, pedophilia I'd be like Fucking no I am not a pedophile Like I don't know what the fuck You're talking about I don't know we got this information This is totally bullshit But uh, it's been out there On the the internet You're not gonna get A no comment from me
3: On
4: on If you accuse me of, of, Of pedophilia I'm not gonna say no comment yeah, Dude, so,
5: yeah,
1: like, I mean,
4: I, like I keep saying it on this podcast, it's literally the Diggum Scandal but all over again. The what? The Diggum Scandal. Basically, there's this one thing that's happening, trying to cover up with something else. <laughs> oh, anyway, shit!
2: we have been going for a while, yeah. and I'm surprised have, that people yeah. are still watching at this point, because this, this yeah. is our longest podcast by far. Um, yep. Yeah, but there's, oh, yeah. there's been yeah, so get, much, literally, like... On I started, yeah, I
1: started the podcast with saying what a difference a week has made, and so much shit has literally
2: happened within the span of a week. I mean, it has, but you know what? That, in, in less than probably eight hours, I, I, my, my daughter's going to wake up. <laughs> so, i for sure. Okay, That's yeah, not the end of the we, podcast. We can cut it. Um, yeah, we cut it. I hate to cut it short, but... Um, so, Devil Tank, if you're listening to this, uh, if you could please chop this shit up, and I'll, I will actually make separate videos on all of this, where your timestamps are. Um, however you decide to do it, I will make the timestamps, because this is this is too long for most people's consumption. Even those people that are in still in the chat watching, it I'm surprised. I appreciate it, but <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't expect yeah, yeah. like anybody I mean, sitting and listening to all They this.
2: came for the dankness, and we and yeah. we brought
1: only part of it. About we still time. got more for
2: you. Still got so more, tune so, in next yeah.
1: week. Or watch this weekend, because there may be some individual videos. So keep yeah. your eye on your channel that we have on YouTube. Oh, on. If, if, uh, if
2: we're all here, um, I just wanted to be clear. I do not want to commit suicide. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, can, can everybody else say that it's on the funny. podcast, please? We all got to say it.
3: Yeah. 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 I do not want to yeah. commit suicide hey. because I think okay. there's going to be a a, a mood what a Mardi Gras Some, something Mardi that Gras. sounds sort of to a, a Mardi Gras. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You're right. It's very close everybody to a Mardi
2: happens. Gras. See, I like how you pick it. I'm putting down.
4: Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. So, did I did. I did I miss something. Yes, you did. Uh, I picked it up. That. Yeah. I'll so,
2: pick
4: it up. I'm just
1: gonna say, yeah. if, if I go missing, I I was practicing shelter in place. Just remember that. <laughs> mm, okay.
4: I, I'm, I'm in. So yeah, I'm, I don't wanna. I'm not trying to kill myself, but yeah, if I end up missing, if you guys don't hear from me, like,
1: <laughs> so I have plenty of games to keep me from being depressed. I'm just
5: saying. Yeah.
0: Just, just my only request though is just don't lie uh, to the media uh, and tell them, oh, he wouldn't want all this violence out in the street in his name. If I ever become a hashtag, no, 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 no. I'm telling you right now on this cast, Prodigy is down with burning shit down. If I'm already a hashtag and I got fucked, I'm it's on video and whatnot, burn it all down, goddammit. And hey, just go, you have my permission yeah. if I'm dead.
2: You got to go, uh, you got to go full Anansi. What you oh, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: The only, the only thing I request, if my body's recovered, I just want the uh, Gone and Pallbearers. And if not, someone recreate that some, somehow. That's all, that's all
4: yeah. I want. All right. But, I'm, I'm like, I was just real quick thing. So, I've, like, since I'm in L.A., I've been looking at Twitter to see, like, kind of what's going on with the riot. And literally, there's only one video I've seen so far of somebody looting. And they're looting a store. It looks like it's an art store in Melrose. And it's like what what that's pricey shit though yeah there's motherfuckers stealing like stealing statues out of this goddamn building and i'm thinking like it's going big who goes and who goes to melrose to fucking steal stuff like what the hell like like one guy runs out a golden statue i'm like what what kind of dave Chappelle show skin is going on right now like it's fucking ridiculous
0: hey carmen san diego yeah. would be very proud of any museum yeah, movie, it you know oh, all shit. right o- old ninja take us out damn it we could go another four hours here
1: True. All right. You just experienced Black and Black Times Infinity. Check it check us out online. Uh on YouTube every Wednesday night, eight thirty PM specific with Black and Black Times Infinity or or B the BTIs B T H A M B T I and then on everywhere you can see us online, Twitter, uh Instagram, Facebook, Spotify well no, we're not on Spotify yet, but we're on Radio Republic SoundCloud uh Amazon, we have an app on there. Check out our official website, binhadproductions.com forward slash b-then-b-t-i, b-t-h-a-n-b-t-i. And then on Twitter and Twitch, we're bti as
3: well. Watch One Piece. Delete. Delete your
4: browser history.
5: <laughs> if
4: I go this somebody, please.
1: <laughs> uh... Continue to wear your mask.
4: God oh, dang it. Yeah, the coronavirus still out there.
1: Don't get that running. Watch interaction porn, I'm just saying.